They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me each and every single week is my Sar- is Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? Another week. Another week. That's right. Another week. <laughs> what the hell's going on with my microphone here? It doesn't want to, like, stay up there. <clears throat> I always have issues, man. I don't know what it is. Everything's fine until I get in here. All of a sudden, now I'm I'm watching the stream on YouTube, yep. and I have no sound. Well, that's good. That's good. You have, you can't hear yeah. me, or you have no sound inside the actual YouTube. I got no sound inside YouTube. Well, apparently you can hear me, so that's fine. We don't care. How's it going, Chad? Whatever. How's it going, Internet? If you're Winfield! If you're listening to this uh, and you can hear my voice, you're probably watching this live over on youtube.com slash 30 and still gaming. Uh, if you're listening to this after the fact, we do appreciate you. You're probably listening to this weeks afterwards. And you're like, what is this? What are these guys talking about? We're a podcast that talks about video games, but not like, hey, man, you need to buy this game. This game's awesome. Come on, bro. Awesome. No, it's, it's we're, we're not like that. Sergeant still got his pins up for sale. Come on, guys! <laughs> you know you want him. He's he's still got the pins. You know you know you want him. Come on, chat. So you know someone out there is itching for those pins. That's right. If those mm-hmm. of you are listening on audio format, the uh, the pins are from the Marvel Avengers game that he uh, he got when it first came out. Best game, best superhero game ever. You know what you should do, Sarge? You should take you should take Bitcoin for those pins. Right, you should take Bitcoin for those pins. Yeah, uh, yeah. If someone's giving me Bitcoin for those pins, I I can't well, not, take not actual that bitcoins, way. but you know, like a like a cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Yeah, take a cryptocurrency for those pins. Uh, that they'll be worth it. <clears throat> That's right, Winfield the Dupless. I don't pay him to be here, and Winfield does pay to be here. That's right. Anybody that has a red mark next to their name uh, pays to be here, but it is free. You can watch it for free, but we do very much appreciate anyone that supports us uh, uh, over on this channel or on our Twitch channel. On today's show, we have lots and lots of uh, different stories. We have, I mean, you guys are still, Krebsy is some, is like putting stuff in at the very last second here, which probably won't make the show, but we have lots of things to talk about today. We have uh, PlayStation and Xbox. We talk about Bethesda. We're talking about uh, Valheim. We're talking about... Um, Starfield. We're talking about Xbox. We're talking about HBO Max. We're talking about Outriders. We're talking about new games coming up. We're talking about CD Projekt Red. We're talking about YouTube. We got we got lots and lots of different topics to talk about today. So make sure you hit that like button down below. Make sure you uh, hit a thumbs up, thumbs down. Leave a comment section down below if you're listening to this after the fact. We do appreciate you being here. Make sure you follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey over on Twitter. Make sure you follow me at Thirty and Still Gaming. And uh, let's get into it. So. The first thing I want to talk about, Sarge, let's just get it out of the way. Marvel Avengers. They had the big update today. Well, I don't know. What, what do you mean get it out of the way? Like, you don't like it? You still like the game? No, what no, I love the game. The no, but we're getting out of the way. We have a lot of t- stuff to talk about. We're going to get this out of the way first. 
Um, okay. So the big update came out, the Red Room. Uh, it's exactly what I thought it was going to be. I said to everybody, I said, it's going to be really boring for my Hulk. And I played other characters. I played Kate. I played uh, uh, Iron Man. I played um, Kate Bishop. And I played Hulk in this event. Uh, I completed all the all the rooms real fast with Hulk. Right? And it's exactly what I said it was going to be. It's an island with little platforms with lava around you. Okay? And there's like electric things shooting up and stuff. And all I did was this. This is not jerking off to you people, by the way. This is what this is what Hulk does uh, in the game with the bone shaker, right? He just smacks the ground, and then he does this, and he and he flips he flips the ground up in the air like he's flipping a table, okay? And then I slam the ground with one fist, okay? And then I clap my hands, right? And that's it. And everyone's cleared, and I rinse and repeat that and complete everything really fast, okay? I do believe that this event is the best event that they've had so far. I'm not saying it's it's crap. That's not, that's not, no, no, no. That's, it's, it's, it's actually so little. It's actually really good. There's XP to gain. There's gear to get from each of the things that you complete. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, and then there's overall. You get an exotic, which I'm about to complete. I literally have to kill like three guys, which I didn't do yet on purpose, so I can do it tonight on stream so people can see what what I get and, and whatnot. Okay. So I like the event. I'm done with all the missions. Uh, by killing everything, I literally got all the missions complete except one mission, which is the turn in to get three more kills or three more uh, rewards or whatever, and then um, and then it's done. It'll reset next Thursday, and then you, you do it one more time. I think they did a good job with this one. Um, so that's that, basically. The Red Room event is out right now. Now, they've added the championship, uh, the champion uh, brackets in from last week we were talked about it well now i've i've put in two days sarge i put in two days and of course the population of, of video gamers around the world um the community no matter where you are they're like water they're going to figure out the fastest possible way to level up uh and i was doing something fast but then someone found it faster and then someone else found a faster method so i farmed this method for about three hours yesterday uh, I went from level 10 and I'm level 63 right now. Okay. I went up about 10 levels an hour. I was getting 1600 points every nine seconds, nine to 11 seconds. I was getting 1600 points with the Hulk. I was just getting up, killing. How a, many points, how many, how many points you need to get at a championship point? This, this is where, it, this is why I did what I did to show people that don't waste your time. Okay. Like just play the game. And just gain points when you gain them. Okay, so th from from zero to five levels, it's twenty thousand XP for the first five levels. Okay, so it's a hundred thousand points to get five points. Okay, then the next five, from from six to ten, okay, it goes up to twenty one thousand points. Okay, so now you need a hundred and five thousand XP for the next five levels. Okay, and then the next five after that, it goes up to twenty two hundred. And then twenty three hundred, and then twenty four. Right now, I'm at thirty nine. At least it's at least it's an incremental. Right, it goes up a thousand every every five. Okay, so I'm at level sixty three, about to go over sixty four. I'll be at sixty five. Uh, I think I'm doing thirty nine or forty thousand uh, per per thing now. Um, and then each each bracket is level one is one point, 
Level row two is two points. Row three is four points. Row four is eight points. And row five is 16 points. It doubles every time you go. So my suggestion for people is, look, you could go up to 375. And there's already people that are already on PC. Um, they worked something out. I don't know what they did, but they already maxed it out to 375. Um, some some cheat method or whatever. For the average person that's playing this game, do not do what I do. Okay, do not kill the same guy over and over every nine seconds for hours and hours on end. Like that will literally make anybody, even if you love the game, I think will make you hate that game by the time you're done with it. Okay, like it's just it's very repetitive, very like just go play the game and do your stuff. Now, when you're leveling up the champion point system in that game. Do not just sporadically pick the top row of everything, okay? Pick the column that you want and go down that column. And I wouldn't go past three. I wouldn't go past three, which you only need one, two, and then four points. So you need you need seven points, seven levels. Every seven levels, just pick up the first three of the columns that you want. If you like that method then start grinding more and then start going down those columns for rows four and five, okay? Don't sporadically just pick, I, I need health, and then I'm going to pick heroic. No, because some of the percentages are just not worth it. Just not worth it. And there's a glitch right now that don't even spend your points because right now the points that you're spending, it's not percentage-wise. It's just going up by one point. Or if it says 3%, it's by three points. It's not percentage, it's points. So it's a glitch right now. They have to fix it, okay? So right now, my heroic for my Hulk is supposed to be 12, 12%. But I think he's only getting 12 more points, okay? Which is not a percent. It's actually still sounds like Destiny. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I like how I'm talking. Duplass is like, sounds like Destiny. And then I say, all of you think I'm saying, he's like, it still sounds like Destiny. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of stuff that's going right with the game. But man, this grind is very grindy. Now, saying that out loud, for 98% of the population that's not playing that game, to come back and play a game and go, oh man, I didn't have one character at level 5150. I'm going to come back and grind to level 5150 so I can grind to level 375 and champion. Th that person doesn't exist. The people that this champion system is for is people that already like the game have already been putting time in the game. It's not for new players to come in and go, oh man, I was waiting. I was waiting to level up my character because of a championship level. This is a, a miss mark for me, Sarge, because they dropped this with no other content. So I'm playing the champion level like it's end game content, and it's not. It's supposed to be a, it's supposed to be a comparison with like a, a pairing with something that's like do end game and do this and this this to me is a miss a miss opportunity for them um they should have dropped this with wakanda or they should have dropped this with the cloning labs or mega level threat that came out but not not just bare bone now they did drop it two days before uh two days before the red room event which is a nice kind of like if you grind that you can grind this at the same time because you're getting about 2000 xp points per per room which and it takes about three to five minutes all depending on what your character who your character is who your hero is and what how powerful they are my hulk completes the rooms real fast but black widow kind of struggles a little bit more 
they're fun. They're fun rooms. They're fu it's a fun little event. Um, here's a good here's a good aspect of the game that they've, they've implemented. Each room has a set comic. Okay, so if you do room one, it drops the Black Widow Red Room comic one. If you do five, it drops five. If you drop play three, it drops three. Number issue three. This is the first time since the game has been out that we have an intentionality for comics. All other comics before this was random, random, except for the one per week, the priority mission, that you get that one comic guaranteed, and then after that, everything else is random. This is events here for 10 or 11 days, and if you want to complete the set of, of comics, run the first room 100 times, run the second room 100 times, run the third room 100 times. Now, I know that sounds pretty grueling it's, itself, but... If you're in, if, between if, now, between now and Wakanda, a hundred's not a lot. Well, no, no, it's only ten days for this event. Okay, so oh, if, then that's that's then that's ridiculous. If you have to do ten a day, ten a day for ten days, and then you'll complete it. You know what I mean? It's, it's a job. It's a job. It's 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 pretty all depending on what. If you don't have a Hulk like I do, where you can clap your hands, stomp your feet, uh, it'll take you a little longer. But at least you have some intentionality to get these comics to go up percentages and stuff like that. So, uh, again, step in the right direction. They are making changes. They did upgrade the uh, exotics. I did get an exotic that dropped at 78 and 79. And then when I leveled it up, it's an 82, 81, which is very nice. Uh, before that, the highest one I ever had was like a 60-something. So they really scaled it differently now for the exotics. So I'm, I'm excited to jump back in uh, and level up some of my heroes. And I'm looking forward to when they do drop uh, drop endgame. But the, but the champion level is good. But at the same time, it's not great because of the time they dropped it. I, I like the system. It's a, it's, if they dropped this day one, it would have been nice because I would have been a lot higher level. And I wouldn't be grinding the same guy for six hours. You know what I mean? To try to, to level up my Hulk. How long do you think after this event, before they make a move based on if they got any kind of retention of new people playing the game again. What do you mean by make a move? What do you, what do you, what do you mean by that? Well, the champion point system is not really for new people. It's for people that no, are not, not playing the all. game. Yeah. Right. It's for people who are not playing the game. So how long after the event's over before they, they reassess and they say, what we just did didn't bring anybody in. So now we have to mix something up and they're going to make a move. They're going to change some things around. Like how long before you think that happens? Well, they're already making moves, right? So they're reworking the comic system. They're reworking the gear system. They're doing a gear system 2.0. They're bringing in end game content um, as far as uh, Omega level threats and also uh, the cloning labs. And they're also bringing in uh, a couple of events in the next couple of months, like the Red Room event. Um, they've already made moves with rewards. Like when we first started the game, polychrons were like the end game material that you needed to level up your art major artifacts. And those were very slim to come by. Now with these events, the last two weeks, and now with this red room event, every time you complete these missions, you get some polychrons or upgrade modules. You're getting stuff to help the new players feel like, oh, I can actually upgrade my gear now. Right. Like there, a lot of people, even from playing in the past, never grinded the the villain sectors to get DNA keys, to get the DNA keys, to go get the, the chest. So the people that have been playing eight, nine months, a lot of people that have characters, they can't even reach 150 because they weren't grinding those 
those pieces that are now starting to fill out their their characters. So they are already making moves for it. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll give it a couple more weeks, and we'll see. We'll see if they what like, they implement. Like it just it just seems to me, it seems to me that the the I guess the special item to get inside Avengers. And by the way, I think it's I think it's cheesy that they call the champion points when they're superheroes. They should have called them hero points. But moving on, uh, I think that the comic should have been almost like an exotic in the sense that when you get a comic that's based on your guy, then it actually does affect a power level in some way. So that way you're looking for the comic to drop that as opposed to as opposed to getting 50 comics to go up 1% is not something you're looking forward to. It's more of something that, you know, eventually would happen, but you don't care about it. Right. Right. You, you, they're not, they're not allowing the activities in the game to warrant people getting excited about finding something like you're looking for a piece of gear. That's got like a 80, 81, as opposed to the 78, 79, right? And that's what you're excited about. Right. But like, that's not really like an exotic piece. It's just like, it's the next piece of gear I'm looking for, right? Whereas a comic book could be like, I can go up to the next bracket. Like, it'll do like significantly more if I find this comic. It, it, like, it could be way, something that they're and maybe that doing. Way it's like, and that's, that way the comics are more like the collection because if I'm Hulk, I collect the Hulk comics. And if I collect all the Hulk comics, then my Hulk is badass. And like, so it's a reason to play. I'm looking for the comic. The structure now is I'm playing just to play because I know gear is going to drop regardless. Okay, I'm going to show you something that uh, Krebsy is bringing it up in, inside the. This is fake. This is not real, what I'm showing you. This is fan made. Okay. But this is what people would love to see. Okay. This is fan made. Again, fan made. Okay. This is a roadmap that a fan made. Okay. For the next year. Okay. Year two content roadmap. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Okay. I would love to see this. Now, the first thing it says, Avengers Zombies. Okay. It says new Halloween cosmetics, new weapon types, a horde mode, right? New gear survive the undead version of the earth's uh mightiest heroes right this is ideas from the from the community right the next one's called the manhattan patrol uh it says i, I don't let me see if i can get a, a better uh a better uh a better one of it because i can't i can't make this let me see if i can get this uh save image stream folder save all right, let me see if I can open this up now. Sorry, I'm trying to. I, I want to get a better uh, visual of this so you can actually see what the hell that, what the hell it is. Where did it get saved to now? Oh, for God's sakes! Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. So now I can make it clearer and actually read it. Okay. So again, this is fake. This is not real. This is not a roadmap. This is a fan made. Uh, okay. But Manhattan Patrol, so new patrol mode locations, new war zone assignments within the region, outfits inspired by the MCU. The Amazing Spider-Man comes out in December. You know, new hero and event, new cosmetics. Uh, She-Hulk comes out in January. New hero, new heroine, villain and story, new hero outfits. The Trials of Loki. Like, this is the type of stuff I would love to see 
from the developers, right? Now, obviously, developing something, but pulling content from 80 years of, 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 of stuff, right? They have Loki. They have the Ultron protocols. Then they have April next year with Bucky for the Winter Soldier. Then they have uh, War Machine. Then they have the Iron Man Legacy. They have MODOK's clone. They have Tremere Defense. And then, they, and then the last thing they have next September, September of 2022 in this fan-made thing, they have Captain Marvel, okay, the Kree invasion. And with that, you would get a new heroine, new story, new villains, new planet uh, biome, new Omega-level threads, new hero outfits, new skills, new raids. Like, I hope that this is this type of stuff that we see in the game. I, I like how I'm getting more excited about a fan-made poster of a roadmap than the actual roadmap that they're actually giving us. Listen, I, I, I want to be 100% excited. It's fucking superheroes. I would love to see a fucking awesome superhero game. But if the awesome superhero game doesn't fully assemble, no pun intended, doesn't <laughs> assemble until until next next August or September, then right. I guess I don't have to buy it or play it until then. You, that's that's the main downfall of this of this just drip feed nonsense. Right, it allows them to release a game half baked, that they still don't know what the actual game is, and then work on it as the game is progressing while you all suck up whatever there is, and then finally they come out with a piece of actual content that's meaningful to the actual game that they had presented. But meanwhile, they got all their money up front and then just let it ride. There's, I I can't get behind it, man. Right. Like I rather just wait. I rather I, just wait. Like my, I, I get, listen, I get the better game next September for $30. Right, right, right. You already and have even, it, and, right. And, and, by, and by then, and by then it's on Game Pass. Let's be honest. Yeah, I think. I it's going to be on Game I Pass. I think free to play is coming sooner than later. I think they'll make an announcement at E3 this year or something, and then it'll come out uh, during Wakanda. I think it'll be free to play before Wakanda. Think about this, Elite. W w I got excited looking at that. That's a game made, uh, a game made roadmap. A game, a game. Gamer made up roadmap. <laughs> amazing. No, no, Elite, that was that was definitely that was that's made up. It's made up one hundred percent. Made up. Here here's here's my theory what they're gonna do, right? How do you get the how do you get the more players to come in the game, but then get excited about stuff? Uh you have a quality game. Well, by the time by the time next September, this September comes out. Okay. Okay. They're gonna announce free to play this summer, sometime. Okay. The game is gonna be the summer? I do. I do. Because the player base is... Let me get, let me get the book out. Here, here right. we go. I, I said before that they weren't going to do it until next summer. This is this is what I, I kind of think is going to happen, right? I kind of think what's going to happen is how do you influxuate the the player base? You 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 make it free to play or you put it on Game Pass or whatever. And I'll, we're, we're going to go to the next story after this. And this is a, a kind of a, a kick into it. Okay. The the amount of people that came in to play Game Pass games is outrageous, right? They're having like 18 million to 23 million people try different games out and stuff like that. They come out, if it's on PlayStation for free, if it's on Xbox Game Pass, if it's on whatever it is, it comes out free in the summer, which then brings in all these free players. And I'm basing this on the wording that they said with is Wakanda free? And they said it's free if you own the base game. Why they would use those words in those choice of words, I don't understand. But because well, they well, did. I'll tell you why. Because 
when they have to go back and buy the original game, it'll be the original game with Wakanda, yeah. and it'll still be $60. Well, right, but that's what I'm saying. So, and it'll still so be $60. If, if, if you come in for free to play, though, you're in, right? You start leveling up your guy and stuff, and then all of a sudden Wakanda drops, but you're playing for free, okay? And then they're like, oh, well, if I want Wakanda, then I have to buy the game. And then if you buy the game, you have to pay the game for $30, $40, $50, $60 if it comes with Wakanda, and then you own it. But how, does that, but how does that work? How does that work with Game Pass? Either I have it or I don't, and if I don't, no, I just can like, just get Game Pass. No, no, it's just like, okay, so uh, State of Decay, Sea of Thieves, all that stuff. <clears throat> like, if you, own, if you own the game, you get all the content for free. But if you only play it for free on Game Pass, you have to buy the expansions, each of the expansions. You see, they want you in, or if you're playing for free, then you have to buy the expansions. And then if they take it off, then you have to buy the game anyway. So this is this is what I think they're going to do: free to play. Uh, I just don't see the retention. I don't see I don't see how the game is going to unfold in the next eight to nine months and be I be a game that can hold retention for the people that if, never mind new players who currently have the game and have stopped playing it. I, I think the people I think the people that are already playing the game are going to play the game anyway. It's like Destiny, it's like Division, it's like any of those games. And then the new players that come in are going to play it. And if they can get it, let's say 18 million people try it, and only two million to stay with it. That's an additional two million people that can now buy stuff in the microtransaction store, right? I I believe that's what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to happen now. To look at this, okay, Marvel's we don't know the actual sales numbers, but Supposedly, they sold 3.7 million copies across all platforms, okay? And it was a bomb, right? Very, very... People were like, it's it's a fail because it's a, it's a large IP or whatnot. But the next... It's not a, it's not a fail. Well, it's a fail in the, in the, in the eyes of the, the, because, the gamers. Because they... Listen, right. listen, once again, we I've talked about this in the very, very past, like a, a, a long time ago. They say it's a fail... Because they already have made up a number in their head of what they should have made. And because they don't hit that number, it is now a fail. You can't tell me that $180 million wasn't enough to, wasn't enough to pay the people who made that game and walk away with a decent profit. Right. Okay? How about, you're, telling me, you're telling me that game cost almost half of what Grand Theft Auto paid? No shot. Yeah. No shot. The, the, the numbers, the numbers of uh, Marvel no was two million on PlayStation. It was seven hundred thousand on PC and a million on Xbox. Basically, the three point seven that it comes out. So here's the next story we're going to talk about, right? Outriders. Okay, Outriders just said that they had a they 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 surpassed they surpassed a milestone. Okay, because they had Outriders attracted 3.5 million unique players in April, according to Square's Enix, and the series is on track to become the company's next major franchise. In other words, the possibility of Outriders 2 seems high, and not to mention updates to the existing game. Now, the number is impressive, but it also has no bearing on the sales figures. Outriders has the Xbox Game Pass launch title, Xbox console, so it hazard a get hazard a guess of a lot of players are coming in from there. Meanwhile, the substantial free demo on the platforms, although unclear whether the figures includes those players, but no matter how uh, you cut it, Outriders has attracted players and people can fly as committed to improving and enhancing the experience. Now, they're saying that this game is outright like it's a it's a success, right? This is the next franchise success for Square Enix at 3.5 million users. Okay. 
That's not even sales. That's 3.5 million users. And a lot of that, it's 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 counting, it's counting me. I played it, right? You played it, it's counting you. Okay. So there's 3.5, that's the success. Marvel 3.7, fail. Fail. Outriders 3.5, next franchise for Square Enix, right? Which remember, it's the same company that makes Marvel Avengers. Okay. This is what Game Pass can do, okay? Because I guarantee you that 3.5 million users, majority of them are coming from Xbox, okay? 23 million people have Xbox Game Pass. I'm pretty sure the majority of that population is playing on Game Pass because there's no skin off their back, okay? Marvel can go that route. Marvel can go, and, and I think Marvel will go that route because Square Enix is owned or owns Marvel, CD Projekt Red, right? Or they don't own them, but they're they're working with Marvel as well. They're both games that were published by Square Enix. They see how Outriders is being played. And I think right now there's more people playing Outriders than people playing Marvel, okay? And what's the, what's the different scenario here? Well, you got to pay to play Marvel, and you don't have to pay to play Outriders. And yet they're having 3.5 million. So I think they look at this and go, we got to make... We've got to make it free to play. Okay. Got to make it free to play. <clears throat> CDPR. We're throwing a bunch of names out there. I think we're, what we're talking about right now is Outriders. Right. We're How talking we about Crystal CDPR? Dynamics with Square Enix. <clears throat> All right. Hang on a minute. I think the train just derailed. Let's get, let's get it back on the track. There was a quick jump there. We were on Adventures and we quick jumped over to Outriders. And then someone said DDPR. Didn't I hear somewhere that 93% of the player base left Outriders? 93% of the player base on PC, I believe, left Outriders, if I'm not mistaken, George. Well, well it's, not, it's not like they left and left a Dear John letter on the fucking couch. <laughs> Dear John. Okay? They just, they just <laughs> stopped playing it and went to go play something yeah. else. I, they, they, oh, don't leave me. Don't leave me. Please don't leave yeah, I think it was the Listen, I, there, I think it was the uh, the PC player base. There's a lot more half-assed games to be playing, guys. We can't be playing just one half-assed game all the time. That would make no sense. <clears throat> yeah, so I again, this is me just putting pieces together, right? The word that they use about Wakanda, Outriders having success, and Square Enix is like, this is amazing. This is the greatest franchise. This is the next best franchise we're going to. It's free on Game Pass. There's a lot of people playing it on Xbox. Yes, there's problems with the game. There's problems with a lot of games. But 3.5 million people, I'm telling you, Marvel might go free. Now, going from that story, Sarge, to the next story I want to talk about, which is talking about PlayStation and Xbox. Okay? So, there's a story out there that says that PlayStation... Let me, let me get down to it. That PlayStation, estimated-wise, okay is estimated to have doubled the Xbox Series X and S sales during quarter one of 2021. Now, we don't know the actual sales. I, I can't stand the framing okay. of a story like this. But it's two to one. Now, here, I'm going to read you it. According to a researcher from the data analyst, right, would suggest that Sony sold uh, through 2.83 million units to consumers during the first calendar quarter. Sony recently confirmed that 3.3 million PlayStation 5 consoles were shipped. Okay, obviously. 
not all were sold because we know about the hackers and people, uh, you know, hoarding them in their garages and their and their basements and stuff uh, in up to March of 30, uh, 31st. Now, with the supply contract uh, constraints and the parts unavailability in part result of PlayStation 5 shortage until 2022, according to Xbox Series X consoles sold a combination of 1.31 million units in the first quarter of 2021. Now, here's what I want to talk about. Great. Congratulations, Sony. You've outsold Xbox Series X and S. Congratulations. Two to one, just, just, just to throw it out there. Yeah, two to one. Two to just one. To Con- congratulations. You, you've now sold double the amount of consoles than Xbox. Oh, wait. But Microsoft made 5 million additional people last quarter from 18 million to 23 million just on Game Pass alone. Okay. Now we're taking a we're taking our uh general statement here but the people that came in for game pass okay they're paying monthly okay and they're paying ten dollars to fifteen dollars okay we'll just say just say ten okay ten dollars a month okay so that's 120 dollars okay times the five million okay which is a lot more than what they sold for playstation consoles okay and that's just for the new people that came in for the last quarter of 5 million Game Pass holders. And this is why I've said in the past that Xbox is not even playing the same game anymore as PlayStation. Because they don't actually have to sell a console to make billions of dollars. Where PlayStation has to sell PlayStations to sell their games to make money, right? So, yeah. and I've said this in the past, I said PlayStation will probably, PlayStation 5 will probably 2 to 1 ratio, maybe even 3 to 1 ratio Xbox, but Xbox doesn't care because Xbox, by doing absolutely nothing, is in 3 billion devices, and PlayStation sold 2.83 million copies of, the, of their console. Okay, but, let, but, but once again, the framing of a story like this is always up in the air here because first of all we're talking about selling consoles that are in short supply uh limited limited quantities and being hoarded by scalpers okay so congratulations you outsold xbox two to one right if the if the total sales was uh, roughly 1.8 million 2.8 million somewhere around in there that means xbox only sold 800,000 or 900,000 but that's that's the sales based off of the pandemic numbers, right. not a open market with actual supply chain. So I'm happy that PlayStation has the lead, but once again, what you say is fact. It doesn't matter how many consoles Xbox sells. <clears throat> the more people that get into Game Pass, the, the selling of the console becomes more and more irrelevant. Right. It just it just becomes it just becomes a, a speed issue. On how fast my game loads. Yeah, I, I have I have another story here because it, it, it connects to Game Pass here. Let me let me find it real fast. Okay, so there's more evidence. Uh, speaking of speaking of Game Pass, right? More evidence hints at Xbox Game Pass coming to the Nintendo Switch. 
Okay, the rumors about Xbox Game Pass joining Nintendo Switch have been going on for months now. It seems now that they have been all but confirmed. The Epic vs. Apple trial has been full shocking revelations and revealing tons of information about Sony, Xbox, and the rest of the gaming industry. For months now, there have been speculations and rumors surrounding the possibilities of Xbox Game Pass joining the Nintendo Switch, but the remains unconfirmed. However, the case of Xbox Game Pass making the jump onto the Nintendo Switch seems somewhat more likely now. The trial revealed some redacted files that contained hints of potential Xbox Game Pass going over to the Nintendo Switch. However, nothing of the revealed portion mentioned explicitly confirm that the subscription service would make its way to Nintendo Switch. Now, Phil Spencer, the executive vice president of Microsoft, had made it clear at the past that he intends to expand the scope of Nintendo game, uh, Xbox Game Pass, sorry, as well as adding xCloud onto more consoles and gaming reported, uh, okay, reported the documents from the Epic First Trial raised the likelihood that Xbox Game Pass will eventually become available on Nintendo Switch. Nintendo declared that the portion of the description, the disposition of the vice president of xbox business development lori wright reflected competitively sensitive information about ne negligence between nintendo and microsoft right so raise the eyebrow of like hey you're 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 giving out some information that wasn't pervy to people yet so now the speculations of game pass coming to switch is not confirmed but it's nintendo is getting a little nervous here because they're like hey you're you're putting stuff stuff out there that wasn't even announced yet so it just it just it just depends on whether or not Nintendo really wants a piece of the pie in exchange for giving up their independent identity. Nintendo likes to have their own closed off thing, their own closed off market. They control it. They know what they they know the age bracket. They have it, right? But I think what ends up happening is Microsoft keeps approaching them and says, hey, this is how many more people will be able to play your games. This is how many more people will get to try out your software. Like, and they keep coming back. Well, and I guess it's getting to the point now where maybe the number the number gets a little too big. And they're like, well, maybe we should. Well, no, maybe but we that, should. That, that wouldn't work that way, Sarge, because they're not opening up Nintendo for everyone on Game Pass. They're taking Game Pass and putting it on the Switch, right? So the person that would be winning out of this would be Xbox, not Nintendo. Because yeah, you're not going to be playing a Mario on the Xbox, they, they have, but you're going to be playing... Have, yeah, but they have plenty of devices. Oh, what's yeah, the no. Move, the, what's the move for Nintendo? The, what's the move? The, the move the, the, for the, Nintendo the, is they would, be, they would make an extra 30% off all sales of Game Pass on their consoles. Right. Right for, for just letting that, us do we do we right do I do I sell out the independent identity for a piece of the pie is basically what it comes down to. Duplass, you say do there's no way they're bringing Microsoft exclusive Halo to Switch. It's not exclusive. You could play Halo on PC. You could play Halo on Xbox. Phil Spencer said he doesn't give a shit where you play it, but you're going to be playing it through the Xbox Game Pass or XCloud, right? And think about it. They already have Skyrim, right? They have Minecraft Dungeons and Minecraft all on Nintendo. So who's to say they're not going to put a Halo? Who's to say they're not going to put uh, Fallout 76? Who's to say they're not going to put Starfield? Obviously, the graphics have to be down-converted or, or whatnot. But, I mean, those games potentially could still be coming to Nintendo. I'm not saying they are, mm -hmm. but potentially. I don't know. To me, if Nintendo... If I was Nintendo, I would say no, because... I don't think the, the, the clientele you're going for is not going to go, oh, man, 
I can play Starfield and Halo on my Switch. Unless, unless they have a new Nintendo Switch coming out that can, well, that, that has the, they, the compa compatibility of working with those high-end graphic. Yeah, but they do. They that The word has already been out about a Switch Pro. We get that, but we're still dealing with a supply chain and microchip issue. So even if they do come out with a new Switch, even if they release it next spring, we're still dealing with a, a catch-up mentality when it comes to the supply chain and the chips that we're, we just don't have. Right. Well, right? well, Krebsy, you got to remember, it's not really running on the Switch, right? It's running through the xCloud servers that are coming right. it's on. Basically, it's basically Stadia. Right. Is it? That's what this is. You're, you're basically, because right. look, my phone can't run a game, but let me tell you, when I played Destiny on my cell phone, or when I played Gears of War on my cell phone, I was like, this is crazy. This is crazy. I could play the full the full game on my... It's being streamed. Okay? It's It, it doesn't this, matter what the processing is, power is of the actual unit that it's on. Right. This is why this is why that, that poor Stadia is like in the in the in the pothole and they can't get out of it because the business model that they have is broken. Right? They have it. They had it before anybody. But they just couldn't capitalize on it because their business model is just so messed up. Right? You have to buy you have to buy a full price game that you don't own and it streams. It's just it becomes so so bizarre and why you would want Stadia. But yet, the same type of premise is happening. The longer Game Pass is out, the same premise is basically happening. Right. Well, this all goes back to what I was saying before about PlayStation. They could sell 10 times more consoles, right? Again, Xbox is not trying to sell more consoles than their competitor. They're trying to sell more software to, than their competitor. They did it before with computers, and they're doing it again now with video games and, and with, this, with this app of Game Pass. Right, that's what this is. Game Pass is the Windows, okay, of video games. Is the Netflix? Is this piece of software that can go to all these different pieces of uh, of devices? That it's crazy. It's it's absolutely crazy the amount of uh, a matter of stuff they can make. And th think about all the microtransactions. Think about all the microtransactions. That's thirty percent for all these free games that you're paying. You're paying ten dollars or fifteen dollars a month, and now you're 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 gonna get a, a microtransaction. Think about it. If Marvel comes out free to play or it's on Game Pass, and people are starting to buy the fourteen dollars skins, okay, like they do in Destiny, Microsoft says cha-ching, they're making thirty percent off each of the microtransactions off of there. All right. So I don't know. I think this is a lot more than people uh, like. PlayStation's cool. You're two to one. You got them. Good. Good for you, Sony. Good for you. Microsoft is still out outselling you, and they don't have to process all these games. Like, think about it. The chip shortage, I understand, is a big thing. But Microsoft is not sweating as much as Sony with the chip shortage. Because I, Xbox I doesn't I, need to sell yeah. consoles. Yeah, and I and I don't, by the way, and I like PlayStation, right? I don't get excited about the the promise of 25 new IP coming out on PlayStation by 2024, half of which are first party. Like, that sounds great and all, but we all know the attrition that games have in development. How many they stop? How many they, they, they drop off completely? Doesn't work out? Does all, there's a whole list of things, right? 
I want to see PlayStation go back to the way that it was, where they come out with a kick-ass game, and the only way you get that game is to buy their system. If that's what they want to do, then they better they better hold on to that thought process all the way to the end. Because until they get their PlayStation Play straightened out or whatever trying to copycat thing they want to do for Game Pass, they have a lot of ground to cover. I don't care how many I, I don't care how many systems they sell. Right. They gotta they gotta bring the games. They gotta bring them. Real, real quick, I want to talk about the microtransactions. This is not really a story, but this is um this is a let me open the link here. This is just a picture. Okay, Krebsy put it. Now, people, I was in I was in another streamer's uh, chat the other day, and he asked a question to people, right? Because someone brought it up in the chat. He says, man, I just wish I could just buy a game and earn everything in the game. And he goes, oh, let me, let me take a poll. How many people think like this person where they would pay for DLC and get everything in that DLC or pay for the content, like the, the skins and stuff, right? And... There was like 30 people that, that, that did the pool, right? But only seven said they would pay for cosmetics, and the rest of them said that they wanted to pay for old-school DLC and content. And he yeah, a, complete, a, complete a complete package. Game, a complete game, right? And he was like, wow, I'm, I'm shocked by that. I thought it was going to be a lot closer, like a, a, a split. Now, obviously, it's a small little scale of what's happening, right? But it's funny because I always say this, right? And this picture's here, right? Where it says, people used to push back $70 or $60. I'm not paying more money than that, right? And they freak out. So this picture right here says, in 2006, okay, a cosmetic armor for $3 was fucking outrageous. It was outrageous. Pitchforks were out. They were up Bethesda's ass, you know, saying, this is, this is crazy. Charging $3 for a horse. Right for for horse armor. Here we are in 2021, and microtransactions that are five to twenty dollars are fine, as as long as they're cosmetic only. Right. Think about the conditioning, that's, the conditioning that's, that's been over the that's last. That's where we are. Yeah, the last 15 and that's years. That's where we are. Yeah, and that's where we are as as a society and a community and gamers. That's where we are. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, PL, here's here's a thing. I, I hate to I hate to break it to you. We we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. Okay, you're saying PlayStation Plus gives you the games to keep forever. I'm sorry, my friend. That is a uh, a lie that they've told you that you think you own. If you buy a digital game, you do not own that game. You are renting or leasing, however you want to talk about it. But you don't actually physically own that game. There's a guy in a lawsuit right now. Because he owned a whole bunch of games and yet they banned him and took his whole library away from him because they decided that they didn't want him to use his service anymore. So he lost $25,000 worth of games that he purchased. So saying that PlayStation Plus gives you the games to keep forever and Game Pass is only until they decide the service ends is the same. It's the exact same. Okay. If you don't have... Is the horse armor thing really 2006? Yes, the horse armor was 2006, yeah. The horse armor was 2006? Are we being fucking for real right now? Yeah. Yeah. You don't... Is you... it... Krebsy, is that accurate? Is that accurate? I'm says, to get worried. DMX says, personally, I never had an issue with microtransactions. I never buy them unless it's a uh, Game of the Year edition bundle thing. Just as long as it's cool cosmetics to gun VI of the gameplay. 
here here's the thing about what I I I'd rather pay 60 bucks for a game. I know this is me. I'm talking about me, right? I'd rather pay 60 bucks for a game and play a game like Spider-Man where or Batman where you play the game, you, you beat the game, and then there's things in the game where you can collect the different outfits. Like Spider-Man to me is like old school perfect game. Great story, great action, great campaign, and then there's things to collect. Okay, go back and you get all the costumes, right? I paid one price. I got 25 outfits and I got a whole bunch of hours. I got over 100 hours worth of stuff. And then they had DLC and they added more cosmetics, okay? And I bought the DLCs separate, okay? Some of the DLCs were like two hours. Some of the DLCs were four hours. But I paid 10 bucks for a two-hour DLC. I think that's the perfect way a game is. Now, a lot of people say, well, I like cosmetics because it, it's DLCs separate the player base. And I get that for certain games. If it's PvP, it would separate the player base, like a, a Call of Duty, a Battlefield, stuff like that. A game like Marvel, it would not separate the player base because you would still be able to play your heroes in the game. You just wouldn't be able to go to the new region, sort of like Elder Scrolls does, right? It's a, it's a free-to-play game. You pay for the, the copy or you play it online. If I want to play the massive game, I can. But if I want to go to the new region, I have to buy it. And if I don't want to buy it, then I have to pay for the service to basically rent the server, right? That That's okay. With these cosmetics now, like, you're literally paying nothing for the game, but you're paying $15 for one skin, right? Four skins equals a full a game, game, right? And that that is outrageous to me. Which, which tells you how much money they're actually making on the game now. Right. PL says, I'm talking uh, about the monthly free games. It doesn't matter what game you're talking about. Anything that's digital, digital. Hell, even physical. I own uh, uh, Battleborn, okay? They shut the servers down. I don't own it forever. I can't play it. It's a great coaster right now. It's a fantastic coaster. It, does, it doesn't do anything except for what it does now, which... It looks like a, a disc, and I can put a drink on top of it, okay? It doesn't matter if it's digital or physical. The game companies and that little list that you don't read in the very, in the very beginning of the game, it says okay that you hit. You, 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 you <laughs> All say, you know is it's the okay screen. It, yeah. It's the okay you screen. You hit okay, but everything else is owned by them. You own nothing. Nothing. You own absolutely nothing. At any mo any moment, they could just take the game down off the service, take the game down offline. They can close down it completely. They lose the copyright. It takes gets taken off. It's happened to me with with the Ultimate Alliance. Happened to me with Devastation. Happened to me with ba uh, um, Battleborn. It's happened to me with plenty of games. You don't own a physical disc anymore. You don't own the actual game anymore. You are renting it. Free monthly games to keep as long as you pay. Plus. But you're you still paying, the, though. Yeah. You're still paying. You're paying a monthly fee to play a game that you're not playing anymore. You see what I'm saying? You beat the but game. There's always, they, yeah. there's always a replacement. Right. I got it. Yeah. Right. There's always something. Game Pass and PlayStation are the same. I'm not a fanboy of either one. What I'm telling you is you don't own anything. You keep paying. Yeah, of course you own it. Until you stop paying. And then they, they come. The repo man comes and takes your car away from you. That's what happens. That's what happens with all games in digital formats now. So I just think this is funny, though. 2006, ah, horse armor, go fuck yourself. I've never paid $3 for a horse. What? $20 for, for a, a mask 
or a dollar for a reticle, a red reticle. Remember that? The reticle. The reticle from, from Call of Duty? A dollar for a, a smiley face reticle. Yeah, that was that was definitely testing the waters. You can always tell when they're testing. A reticle. Yeah. Yeah, a dollar. Now they're paying two dollars Marvel. Two dollars for a nameplate. Two dollars for a nameplate. Yeah. It does like, it like does the, nothing. It's like the guy on the corner at the at the uh over over at uh, the uh exit ramp. He wants he wants some money. Yeah, give me give me two bucks. Give me a dollar. Yeah. Right, right, right. At least that, that's worth it though. It's physical. At least you got you still got something physical. Yeah, but I won't I won't let him spit on the window to wipe it off though. <laughs> just, just give him the dollar. I, I I'm actually paying him not to spit on the window. Right, I, I, figured out, I figured out I figured out I figured out that that's what's happening right, right now take, is take I'm actually off. giving him money so he doesn't spit on the window. Yeah, it's 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 a ridiculous it's a ridiculous thing though that pe that people are okay. We've been conditioned, and I don't blame the I don't blame the players. You've been conditioned. You've been conditioned no, slowly no, no, I, uh, and slowly yeah, yeah. that you're you're a frog in boiling you're pot of water. Yeah, def this is definitely the frog in the pot of water. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. Absolutely. Well, fourteen years is a, I'll, I'll give it, I'll give it to him though. Fourteen years is a decent amount of time. Sure. Sure. While we're while we're on the uh, we we talked about this a little bit last week, but now I actually have a flow chart to show you. Okay, I think we talked about this a little bit last week. Um, right. Right. Speaking of physical, where are those pins at? Exactly. See, he's got, he bought the game, and he's got, got it. he's got pins. He's got pins to show it. Okay. They're fresh. They're fresh. They're still in plastic. Right. No, they haven't been touched by human hands yet. Well, the GameStop guy probably probably shoved them in that bag before he gave them to you. He probably touched them. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's that's yeah. Maybe is that, is that sealed? I don't know. It, it, well, it's kind of sealed. All right. Well, the corner the corners aren't bent up. Oh well, you you better frame that right now. Make sure no one touches it. You should put white gloves on yeah, right now I should, before. Yeah, I, I yeah. should put I should put these saran wrap <laughs> pins inside of a frame on the, my wall right back here. It'll just stay. It'll just be the pins yeah. will just be in my background. Yeah, yeah. they might be super oh, rare. Oh yeah, George, yeah. super rare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because only yep. only three point seven million people bought the game. And, yep. and and how many people and how many people pre-ordered? I don't know. Maybe maybe like nine hundred thousand. Yeah, maybe yeah. Get the, get them a praise. George says, yeah, get them a praise. Oh, uh, these will these would be <laughs> these are get on the oh, antique roadshow. Get them these these pins. Okay, so EA is looking to revamp Battle Pass. Of course they are. Of course they are. Seasonal content loops. Electronic Arts files a patent for unique form of Battle Pass that allows players to choose different paths rather than a single track. Okay. Let me let me show you. Let me show you the because, picture. Because you know, it, you let, know, let me show you, know, you the picture. Battle passes are not complicated enough. We need to make it like a, an actual map of a road for a road map. Right. That's the way it should so be. So here it is. It's like playing a game of sorry. Okay. Here it is. This is the board game of EA's Battle Pass stuff right here. Okay. Mm -hmm. You have the gold path that you can choose. This one's free. Right. Buy gold pass for five thousand gold. Five thousand gold. That's fifty bucks usually. Right. I'm assuming it's it's fifty bucks. 50 bucks. Holy shit. Okay. 50 bucks to go. Why, why, why does it have to be 50? Maybe it's only five, man. No, no. If it was five, it would be 500 gold. I am Android Wilson. You <laughs> must pay my game to play. Right. 
but there's there's forks in the road now. You get to choose which path you want to go in, Sarge. Maybe you like this hat down How here. How exciting. Right? And then you can earn yourself that path to go that way to get the free sword or the yep. free thing. But look, Sarge, if you take, let's say you're on 202B here, okay? And you're down this path. Then you get up here, and there's a fork in the road. You can either go left or right. Now, I mm. paid 5,000 gold for this, okay? Can I, I go want that free sword. if I go right? Can I go back left? Yeah, probably for some more money you can. Right. So, <laughs> can I go back left if I choose? Okay. So the battle pass season progression system is becoming synonymous with live service games. Major titles like Fortnite, Apex Legends, and others rely on battle pass not for just monetization but also players' retention. A monetization progression track is gameplay. I, I, I got news for you. I got news for you. A battle pass does not hold my attention or retention. Right. Okay. Right. Because there's a battle pass, doesn't mean like, oh, I got to go back. I got to make sure I get that stuff. Huh? A lot of I got to get it. Uh, how about the game has got to be good for me to continue playing it for more than two weeks? How yeah. about that? It says a monetization progress track gameplay is if its own way after all, but it's just matter of time before Battle Pass are iterated on. In fact, a new patent from Electronic Arts shows that the iteration could look like. Electronic Arts patent application was published on May 13th and is, is titled Seasonal Reward Distribution System. Man, they love their complicated, complicated things. Basically, a generic description of Battle Pass and specific design is notable in that it describes a non-linear map for the pass, with a player choice being focused on rather than a singular progression track. At its simplest, the map is made up of multiple pathways or tracks lined with nodes that the player can choose as they desire. Each node grants a reward, and the node unlock is granted as a player leveled up their character or account. Now, while multiple examples of the Battle Pass maps are shared, only one is given a level detail. So, the visibility representativeness of this is what a final final product could look like, a simple description of what it could similar to be a board, uh, a board found on Mario Party. Different rewards include hats, shields, swords, and other prizes and associated with certain nodes on the board. Additionally, different notes are shown to already complete uh, uh, can be completed and others remain to be unlocked okay so there you go uh, other aspects of the past which further elaborate on the deeper into the patent is that the difference in tiers most gamers familiar with the battle pass already understand the difference between free and premium battle pass tracks the system remains in use of ea's new design there are nodes that require a gold pass to unlock as well as nodes that denote a free and there's even a figure that the patent shows that four different tiers and even a different tier system with own uh, own branch paths. The uh, the appeal of EA's newly patented Battle Pass system is obvious in current systems. Players would have have no choice to unlock the content and developer has chosen for them. If they want something specific, they have to play a specific amount with no other resources or multi-path uh, pass allows players to prioritize the content they want and allowing free tier players to prioritize free content. So there you go. Like, if you want the free pass, you got to go up and down the free path, Sarge. But then, if you go back, what they don't say is, if I go this way, can I come back? Bring the, bring that bring that map up. I want I want to tell you something. I know what I know what that map is. I, I know I recognize it from somewhere. And if you look at it carefully, that's the same layout mm -hmm. from Super Mario World. Yeah, well, they said it was like Mario Party. 
yeah remember in mario world you had to pick the areas you yeah. go to the next level and the yeah. level you'd walk around the little islands that's what that is yeah but at least in mario you can come backwards right so nintendo i think has got a clear-cut case of copyright infringement for copying their map of their game for use for use of <laughs> for battle pass yeah yeah i don't know man this this right here i don't know chat let's get let me let me see what you guys think do you like this battle pass better or do you like the battle pass, the linear battle pass, where you just go down hundred levels? The one where the one where everything's always delayed. You're hoping to get to the next box, but it's always delayed. That that battle pass. No, the battle pass. The battle pass like Destiny, where you go from zero to hundred, right? Just it's just linear. Like if you want that gun at the end, you got to go through ninety nine levels to get there. Even though in this, you still have to go ninety nine levels. You just have to go around the long way, right? What do you guys What do you guys think, chat? I don't, I don't, I never understood the point of the get the free shit that I keep for approximately three hours before I find something that's better than the free shit that you gave me. Battle Pass, $30. Battle Pass, Fast Pass, $10. Skip half. Battle Pass, uh, Fast Pass Plus, $10. Skip everything, collect all rewards. Right. I think that's just buying the game, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that, yeah, that's, that's th now you just bought the game Sean, twice. Sean, you belong in marketing, Sean. That's exactly where you belong, man. You're in the wrong profession. Somebody just saw this and went, Holy shit, Sean. There, you, if you if you apply to EA right now, Sean, you would get promoted. I hear, I, yeah, bro. You would get You'd promoted. You would get promoted. You'd be in there. In one second, mm -hmm. Android Wilson would have lunch with you the same day. He'd be like, This is genius. This is genius. So you're saying we can make an additional $50 to just not play the game. So we can charge $60 for the game and then $50 to collect everything and not play the game. And not, and not play the game. That's, yeah. I mean, I think, I think you're that's, onto something, that's your Sean. Money, that's your money's worth. I think that's, that's your money's worth. And, and that, way, that way we can sell them another game. Right, $110. Right, he's not, He's not wasting. He's not wasting two or three hundred hours nope. playing a game. Nope. He just does the fast pass. He's right. done in a week, and we can sell another game. One hundred and ten dollars. One hundred and ten dollars. You can just move right on to the next game. Right. 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 I mean, that's that's the way to go. Let me pitch you this idea. Let me pitch you this idea, Sarge. What if the battle pass is a pass about playing games? Okay. So pretend that everything on this on this on this picture right here is one of EA's games. Okay. Okay. Right? And if you want to own all of these games, right, you can go free, but you have to get XP to unlock them to play that game. Mm. And mm. then you can just pay a, an enormous amount of money. It's like $500. Okay. And you get all and of I, the and games. I play, and I play it. So it's a, all it's the a games. game. A game, it's a game inside, inside the game. of a game inside of a microtransaction. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Right. And on top of that, you could buy skins separate. Right. Yeah. So like, well, skins, skins is always there. I don't know what so you're talking let, about. Let's say you're starting right here, right? You're starting at 22B, right? You're starting all the way over here on the far right side, okay? And the first arrow here is like FIFA, right? And you you play this game to unlock FIFA, okay? But and if you play a, if you, if you play a, if you play a thousand hours of FIFA, you can get to the next game. That's correct. But that's, that's correct. But if you got a fast pass, that's right. You can get you can play FIFA earlier than that. That's right. You can just buy yeah. you can just buy FIFA. And then yeah. and then play FIFA, and then you can also <laughs> earn your way up to buy the next game, which is Madden, which is this hat right here, okay. But if you want to get to Jedi Fallen Order two, that's this pirate hat all the way over here, and you can't get to there until you go through all the other games that EA has made first, or you could just buy it for five hundred dollars. If you if you put if you it's put genius. all the crazy patents, if you put all the crazy patents that we've seen over the last couple of months together. 
the gaming landscape is just like post-apocalyptic. I'll be able to not play a game, pay for my AI self to get through the game faster, and in case he doesn't get through faster, I can pay someone to tutor my AI to be better at a game, right? Like that's like that's where we're headed. Like that's that's where we're headed. Like I couldn't go help. I kick. I had to stay late to school, so I couldn't play the actual level tonight. So I I put my AI guy on. And he played. Got a tutor. So he sent me a text message, <laughs> and he says I can't make it. So then I called him the tutor, and then I, I had the tutor tutor my AI guy. And I said and fuck it. Through. I said fuck it, and I just yeah. bought. I just bought the battle pass. I, I bought the battle yeah. pass because it's just easier, bro. I didn't just easier. I felt bad for my why, AI why system. Would I put, why would I put my AI through all that drama? <laughs> yeah, I would just get him through it, so he's yeah. he's in the game faster. Yeah. What's wrong my, with you? my AI didn't want to play that game. He wanted to play a different game. You know. I, He's got feelings, you know, he's he's like man's best friend, you know, I didn't want him to play. I didn't want him to play Dark Souls. So I, I wanted him to just go on to the next game for me. I felt, yeah, I felt bad I, for any, him. Yeah, anytime I make my my AI self play a game like Dark Souls, he doesn't talk to me the next day. He's just very angry that I let him play that. Yeah, you don't you don't want you don't want your AI that plays for you to get angry at you because right. Right. Then what happens when your AI is mad at you when yeah. you keep making them play shitty games? That's right. And then your AI doesn't want to play anymore. So you don't you don't want your AI mad at you. You don't want your AI. That's the worst. <laughs> there's no there's no talking your your AI your AI self off a ledge once he's up there. He don't care. <laughs> All right, next story. A report suggests that gaming industry revenue will shrink in 2021. Well, here let me here's look. the framing on this one yeah, what's he, the framing on that well i'm Is not it? even gonna read any i just read the title i haven't read the article yet i haven't looked at the article i can oh. guarantee you that it's going to shrink because last no year in a month uh activision made 1.4 billion dollars so when that month comes back around to that time and they don't replicate the 1.4 billion dollars they'll be like the industry is shrinking we're not making as enough <laughs> money we gotta fire 800 people we got to fire 800 people. It's not going to happen. We didn't make $1.4 billion off, off Call of Duty in the month of March. We need another pandemic, people. Quick, put another virus out there. We need people. To, we need, we need 1.6 billion people. <laughs> the, the only reason why they say that, and, I, and I, once again, it's a framing issue, okay? There's always more gamers. There's always more gamers. The, it can't go down. However... What can go down is the fact that there are so many delays on so many titles that they're probably not going to be able to release all the games that they want to for that particular year. So revenue is going to go down because there's nothing to fucking buy. Right. Like, that's the reason why the revenue goes down. Not because the market is shrinking. That is the dumbest shit I have ever heard <laughs> coming out of someone from, from a marketing standpoint. There. How many fucking people are there? They're all, everyone's home gaming. That's all, they, that's all they're doing. They're well, collecting checks, what? not working, and staying home playing games. You're going to tell me, well, next year the market's going to shrink. Not a lot of people are going to be buying games. Well, let me, let, I, I rest assured, if they're not buying games, it's because you guys aren't selling them. That's the only reason. I'm telling you. That's the only reason. If, like, two people stop playing games this year in the month of March, they're going to be like, it's a fail, guys. We only made one point. <laughs> we only made $1.39 billion. We didn't hit 1.4. It's over. We got to fire 800 people. That's what's going to happen. Okay, so game esports data from New Zoo predicts that the global video game industry will shrink in 2021 after reaching record highs uh, in, because of the of the of the of the coup. Right. Uh, the first, if, if we say the word, we, we get booted. This is the mm -hmm. first time in many years that the gaming industry has been uh, forecasted to fall rather than rise. 
Well, no shit, Sherlock. I I, I hate. It's called it's called it's called, mar- it's called a market it's called a market adjustment. Okay, it's not a fall. It's the, not a fall. The news you had, you had you had a better than average year due to circumstances that were beyond anyone's control. The market was affected by it. Right. It's an it's an irregularity. It's not a fall. Went, I, I just here, I, I here was the here was the rise here was the rise all year right for the last decade it was like this slowly rising 2020 2020 came and it went uh, it went uphill like this and now it's flattening yeah. back out and they're like it's a fail it's the it's the we're going through a drought people that's it the video right. game industry's coming down so it says industry uh, don't need a pandemic it's still expecting to surpass 200 it's still surpassing to, to surpass 200 billion by 2023 according to the same report uh, unlikely in 2021, it will be able to beat the numbers it reached in 2020. The pandemic has also pushed back deadlines of many games, including Warner Brothers, slates of AAA titles, but it also had an overall positive effect in the industry earnings. Okay, the game market led by Tom uh, Winham told the Venture Beat that the industry will be hit total of 175.8 billion in 2021, which is one point, here it is, business talk, 1.1% off from the 177.8 billion it reached in 2020. You see what I'm saying? Do you see what I'm saying? Because they made 177, because it's 1.1% off, they're like, whoop, whoop, <laughs> whoop, we're not making enough money. We got to fire some fuckers, right? Like, th- this is this is what I hate. This is what I hate. Because they make it this much, and they feel like this is what they make. This is the bottom rung now, okay? It, the, business now doesn't do this. To them, business always does it just, this. It just, it it just, just does it this. It just does this. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm no, saying. There's no this off year. And if there yep. is an off year, right, they're successful for 20 years. They made billions of dollars. As soon as it does this, they're like, fire the entire mm. staff. We <laughs> can't be, We can't pay our bills. It's like, what are, you, what are you talking about? Right? This is the exact same thing that's happening right now with the microtransactions in the world, right? Again, 2006, $3 pitchforks, 2021, $25 is just fine as long as it's cosmetic, right? Cosmetic horse, go fuck yourself. Cosmetic everything, I'm fine with that, right? Business, I made a billion dollars last year because of a, a, of a bug. Everyone was home. And now if I don't make that billion dollars again by the same point, there's something wrong it's with the loss. industry. It's a loss. And it's a I loss. And, right. It's it's very nope. it, it's very bad. It's it's a very it makes, it, ma- it makes it makes your head hurt to think that that's the mentality of how they believe business is now. But then there's people that write articles like this, and yes, we are talking about articles like this. <clears throat> but to say reports suggest the gaming industry revenue will shrink in 2021, no shit. When they had the largest, uh, like ever, ever in the history of video games, everyone on planet Earth was home. Was home. In their house, playing video games, you couldn't ask for a better scenario for someone in a video game industry. Like everyone's at home, like everybody, everyone, everyone. can play a game right now. Yes, no one's right. working. Everyone's right. Everyone. miserable, depressed, and they want to play something to forget about it. Well, we can microtransaction the shit out of these people. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, th- 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 that's 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 the part that makes you think about it is is that they're allowed to frame it in a way in which we're supposed to feel bad for them or you think there's something wrong in the industry like if instead of the business being like what did we do last quarter and that's where we're that's what the numbers are and we're going to move on we'll do better next quarter before the quarter is over they they say it publicly to scare people who are investors and stockholders like we're just not going to make what we made last year 
And it's based on their projections of a sale, not the actual sales. Right. So, like, if I, if they stole the game back in 2018 that made, let's say it made, like, $100 million, right? So, the next game that came out that's similar to that game, they think $120 million, right? That's what they say to themselves. And so, when the sales come through and they only sell, like, $80 million, they go... Wasn't successful, was a loss because they're basing it off the number they made up, not based off the sales of the game and how right. much money they actually made off of it. If the game, let's listen, if the game, and this is the part I feel zero, I have zero, zero fucks given. When they make a game and they say that it didn't do well, it was a failure, it's a lie, right? Because if it was a failure, if it was a true failure, the company would be gone. Like, you would be gone. They'd have to fire all the people, absorb into another company. Someone buys them out, right? A failure, when you listen, when you fail in a video game, that just means you can't buy the gold boat right now. Right. That's all that means. Right. That's all that means. They made plenty of money, right? They, the mo well, Okay, we'll back up a little bit. The most expensive game, not counting Starfield, guys, the most expensive game ever made was Grand Theft Auto V. And what did they say the price tag on that, Mike, was? You remember? Oh, it was like $250 million or something like that. Yeah, yeah, $250 million to make Grand Theft Auto V. All right? That's a lot, right? That's, Even for five years ago or eight years yeah, ago, whenever it yeah. was, that's a lot of money, yeah. okay? These other games that are coming out, <laughs> they're nowhere near. They're the nowhere near that number. No. Okay? And they're no. still selling the same numbers of copies. You can't say it's a failure. Yeah. It's not a failure. Yeah, Fortnite took seven years to make, but it took them three months to make the Battle Royale. It took seven years to make the Save the World. Okay, it took them three months to shift to a Battle Royale game in that engine, and they made trillions of dollars. Seven don't years, laugh, trillion dollars, right? You know what I mean? Don't, la don't, don't laugh, Krebsy. That's, that's going to be real. You think that's a joke. That's going to be a real thing. What's that? Like, your, your card will be in the system anyway. And it's going to ask you if you want to skip this oh, shit no. for, a well, he's for, not, he, for, for like a dollar, two dollars. That's a real thing. No, that is a real thing because he's talking about New World. And that's that's actually the next story we're talking about, right? So New World, the Amazon game that's coming out uh, in August, I believe. Okay. Amazon's uh, is selling boosters. Okay. Amazon's MMO New World's adding paid XP boosters. Okay. Now, again, let me show the horse picture. Oh, what the hell happened here? Uh, the, the picture uh, of the horse. Okay. 2006. People are like... Fast travel? Fuck you, we're not paying for fast travel. <laughs> and here it is. Um, New World has said that they are coming out with with uh, monetization inside the game for boosters, XP boosters. But they also said that they're not going to go off the track and they, they that down the road, down the road, um, they're going to sell fast travel. So people that don't have time to to play the game will have more time to play right think, think, think about this think, think about the fucker think about the fucker if you're you're this fucker that suggested this in that company at amazon okay you're like hey you know what we could do i play a game and i fast travel a lot right what if you know i have i have four kids i work 60 hour job and when i come home i don't want to walk anywhere I want to fast travel. We should capitalize on those people, the people that don't have time to play video games. And now we can charge them to fast travel around the map. So what we should do is 
let's make the map really big. I don't know if they're doing this, okay? And let's put fast travel points really far away. So then they have to get there because if they only have an hour to play, they're not going to have enough time to get across the board. So let's let's charge for fast travel. You, sir, are an evil motherfucker that should never, ever be control of money. Anywhere, anytime, right? Ever. Like, evil. You're like, yeah, I got my pockets filled. Meanwhile, everyone's coming home. They're like, man, I, you know what I really like to play tonight? I just got done 40 weeks, 40 hours a week play, uh, uh, working at... I just made a, a shit ton of money. I would love to spend that money on traveling virtually across so I don't have to be on horseback so I can just fast travel to the location so I can give my AI some so I can give my AI some extra time so he can farm for me right do, do you know what I mean it's so I'm so aggravated right now I'm so aggravated right now Okay, so let me let me read this. Unfortunately, after a newly released gameplay trailer ahead of the launch, it's closed beta studio. Richard Lewis confirmed that XP boosters would make their way into the game as a method of progression play, uh, progressing players that don't have as much time, or at least the explanation that they offered in the Twitter post. Along with XP boosters, New World will also feature exclusive cosmetic items. The comment from Lawrence sp uh, specifies a specific specified the game would also introduce a storefront in the alpha. In the alpha phase, it would it would make a storefront to test these items and their values. So it's possible that the developers saw a strong engagement in the storefront in the alpha phase that more microtransactions and XP boosters would be introduced. Regardless, Lawrence assured us that these items would not offer any advantages for those that choose not to engage with them. Additionally, Lawrence also uh, said the team behind the New World is considering a battle pass program that would offer store-based store items periodically. A battle pass route is said to be tested ahead of release to ensure the strong value without dis uh, dis disturbing the gameplay for those not participating. And even with the New World does not provide any benefits or terms of XP boosters and other microtransactions, fans don't seem too keen on the possibility of having to pay extra money for content. Okay, people aren't... Uh, reacting positively to the news either as one of the explanation mentions is that intentions developers creating a viable method of progression for those that don't have as much time to spend it would also be better to make advancing more accessible rather than forcing players to spend extra money on xp boosters not only would this make a better gameplay experience in new world but it also benefit the rep uh reputation of the developer as being consumer friendly now with many games nowadays monetization seems increasingly on all fronts as ways the studio's additional money for many fans microtransactions wouldn't be so prevalent in gaming but to seem heavy infamous uh, emphasis on adding microtransactions before the game even releases yes sarge go ahead uh that whole article is nothing but poppycock okay let's poppycock you say right <clears throat> right let's let's go over this so what you're saying is the game is so long and grindy that we have to give you a shortcut. Right. We made the problem. Yeah. Right. And so we're going to, we made the, we made the problem to make the solution. That's number one. Number two, someone who says, I don't have enough time to play the game. Now let's go over that statement. I play a game in my spare time, right? Whether I play two hours a week or four hours a week, or if you happen to be lucky and you get to play 10 hours a week, Okay, that's your time in the game, right? It's not that I don't have time to play the game. I'm playing the game. I only have two hours to play. I play the two hours. So now maybe it takes me three months to solve the game because I only played two hours a week. So what you're saying is 
The person who's giving you the money to shortcut this is not only mad that he only has to play two hours, but he wants to finish the game earlier that he doesn't get to enjoy for the two hours. He wants to go through it quicker so he can finish it quicker. When he That's his spare time. That's what he wants to do anyway is play the game. Right. Does that make any sense? It's not because it takes a long time. I play a game to relax and play the game. Right? I'm happy if it takes longer to play certain games because I want to be in that world. But if you make the game intentionally fucked up to make me want to buy the shortcut, even though I only played it two hours a week, there's something wrong with that mentality. It's not It's not because I don't have a time. That statement doesn't make sense. You can't say to somebody, I don't have enough time to play a game, so I need, I need an XP booster so I can get through the game quicker. Aren't you playing the game? Right, right. I don't have time. Right? You're playing. I want, I want to play right, a game, but I don't have time to what? play the game. What time don't you have, right? You already have it in your mind. I only have two hours a week to play. I only get two hours, right? I drug the kids. My wife goes to a girl's night. I get two hours. It's my two hours. So now, instead of just playing the game, you're like, man, I got to get through this, right? <laughs> right. The only two right. hours The only right. two hours I get, I got to get through this as quick as possible because yeah. fuck if I'm going to enjoy this two hours, I got to play. Right, right. And that makes absolutely that's no like, sense. That's like watching a movie fast forward, right? It makes no sense. Like you're watching. I have to watch three hour movie in an hour, five times, sixteen times fast. Man, that was a great movie. It's like, what are you doing? Are you watching the movie or are you not watching the movie? Yes, no, Reese. That's an actual real. And this article doesn't talk about it, but an actual another article talks about how the company wants to charge for fast travel. I think Young Yeah also did a an, uh, a video on it about about them doing fast travel as well. I, I can't I can't listen to these articles because they're not making any sense. An individual an individual who has a certain amount of time is doing it because he likes to do it. Not because he's trying to rush through what he likes to do. That doesn't make any sense at all. Zero sense. Yeah. Now if you're some guy whose your whole career is how many games can I bang out in a month, right? I completely get the Twitch guy or the YouTube guy is playing for fast travel and everything because he's trying to boogie through the game because he wants to be the first one to get the videos out to tell everybody else what to do. 100%. 100%. But an individual who likes to play is trying to speed through the shit he likes? I don't understand that. Be like, oh, all. man, Witcher, how many hours? 100 hours? Oh, man, I can't wait to put 100 hours in. I'm only going to buy this one game this year. I play two hours a week. I got. It's going to take me all year. All year, two hours a week. It's going to take me 52 weeks to complete this game. I'm looking forward to it. I'm in two hours in. I'm like, fuck it. 100 bucks. Beat the game. Done. It's like, why did you even buy the game then? If you're not going to play the game, why did you buy the game? I, I just, I don't, I, I don't have this mentality, Sarge. I don't have this mentality, right? I struggle, not, I struggle with this every day. I, I, am, not, I am not a gas bagger, okay? <laughs> I am not a gas bagger. Yeah. yeah. Hey, my brain doesn't work that way. I haven't been hit in the head so many times that I don't understand how money and time work. If you're telling me that you're going to make me play the game I like less because I want to try to get through it, you're a gas bagger. <laughs> I, love that term. I love that term. I love the term gas bagger. I love it. Thank you. Thank you, people in the world. They decided to fill plastic bags with gas because... We couldn't use the R word retarded for the longest time, and now gas bagger just fills that void for me. Listen, gas bagger. Even the myth, even the mentally handicapped kid is like, "You're a gas bagger." I would right. never do that. That's right. 
I would never do that. They're they're actually excited now because we have another word to use now, gas bagger. Yeah. All right. So the next the next story I want to talk about is uh, PlayStation has a a patent coming out. Another patent, Sarge. Another patent. Pa- PlayStation and Sony have so many patents. It's fantastic. Sony's patent could allow esports betting on PlayStation. Okay, this is a good patent. This is a good patent. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Read it slow. <laughs> read it slow. Yeah. The title? Do you want me to read it slow? Yeah. yeah Sony, say that again. Sony patent could allow esports betting on PlayStation. Okay. Despite the rapid growth of esports over the past several years, gambling on the events have remained <laughs> scarce outside traditional betting markets. <laughs> that may be changing in the near future because recently filed by Sony Patent. However, the patent is for automated automated system that would allow PlayStation platforms to present betting odds to players and then allow them to bet and claim rewards in their bet provides successful. The patent was filed on May 13th by Sony Interactive Entertainment and is titled Esports Betting Platform. Notable is never it never mentions PlayStation throughout the document. Rather, it refers to the generic computer simulation device from which it, the viewer can be presented a wager. Further, the odds presented to the viewer can be are calculated on the platform or online through analyze and pass game analysts and determine uh, the peril uh, mutual. Okay. Uh, it imagines that esports event being shown on VI cable or satellite source, okay, a device potentially even on PlayStation 5, would be able to present a betting odds to players based on the past results from the events featuring the same teams. The information that would be displayed to the viewer potentially even using the virtual reality, reality device, and, and the odds will change over time. Okay, the system doesn't just present the the waging odds, of course. It also is the betting system. So taking bets as part of what is described, the system even goes further in catering betting portions based on uh, the history. And the beginning successful example is shown and allows the better to either cash out half or the wings immediately go into a double down. Oh, my God. Wait, so you can either cash out half of their winnings immediately or do a double down, thus this isn't just a fun betting gimmick. It's a full-fledged gambling feature. So this is it, Sarge. This is how Sony survives the downfall of video games, right? While Microsoft has Game Pass and there's, they're making this software system that can expand across the world, Sony's like, why don't we just make it Vegas? Why don't we just put a, a, why don't we just put a sports book in our system so then people could just have microtransactions because gamblers are the worst people to get money, right? They, oh, I'm sorry, the best people to get money from because we're providing a service for them. Now they don't have to leave their house and they can bet on esports right from the luxury of their PlayStation 5. This is brilliant, Sarge. This is brilliant. What do you, yeah, what do you think I, of this? Al Weezy, Al Weezy, remember when DraftKings first came out and the government found out how much money they were actually making? were off they were over they were off the continent right they were like in bahamas or something yeah you remember how much money they found out DraftKings was making right and so they had to put a kibosh on it because the government wasn't getting their cut well if we go down the same road as that right if if gaming goes mobile and mobile is gaming and i can bet on my and phone einhorn is finkel and finkel is einhorn right, right? same same shit, man that means everybody on the planet has access to online betting immediately through a PlayStation, right? Whether it be mobile or on the actual console, that is fucking insanity. Uh-oh. Okay, insanity. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Abe's calling. Abe is calling. 
Abe, Abe, what's going on? What? No, you can't. You can't call that. You can't say that. We, we can't do that. No. No. All right. I'll tell him. I'll tell him. Abe. Abe is saying that video games are dead. He's just calling the whole industry is dead. I think. No, he's, so, I, I think. I think. Oh, he's, like the I, golden. I think the golden I, age of gaming is dead, where you actually made a product and I bought it. Like uh, that's he's, dead. He's sad. He's sad. He says gaming is dead now. That basically the systems are all just sports books. It's gonna be like Godfather. They're gonna take him out. They're gonna take him out. Thanks, thanks, Abe, for calling in. I appreciate that. Thank you. He, he thinks he thinks the whole gaming industry is dead, Sarge. I mean, what? Why it's not would me, you people. A, that's that's why Abe. Why would Abe, you Abe. need? Why would you need a patent for something like that? Like, isn't there online betting enough? Like, I can not like, on the right consoles. Now, not on the consoles. Like right now, I can bet whatever I want in 30 seconds or less through a computer program. Like, I know where to go if I need to bet something. Yeah, like, but they but don't own. Console? They don't own this. If they have the betting book, they get 30 percent or 70 percent of all the stuff, right? Man, I, I, this this seems this, a little, this is seems uh, a little sketchy, man. Seems a little sketchy, man. <clears throat> I don't, I don't, I don't see how that could be. I don't see how that could be well for anyone. I just don't see how that could go well for anybody. I think, I think you're looking at it wrong, Sarge. I think uh, people that have uh, tendencies of of gambling and stuff have been missing out, and they they really want somewhere else to bet. Right? Their cell phone wasn't easy access enough for them. They got away from their cell phone to play some console games, and now they can bet on their consoles as well. I mean, I think it's, I think it's genius if you. You think I'm being serious? You've never watched the show before. If I if I had no soul and I cared absolutely nothing for humankind, it's the greatest patent ever made. Okay? <clears throat> but I do have a soul and I care about human beings and I would never do that to somebody. It's fucking creepy. Right? It's fucking creepy. That's what that is. All right, so we're going to bang out three stories real fast here, okay? Microsoft confirms a joint conference with Bethesda, okay, coming soon. Okay, so they're taking Bethesda. Bethesda has their own conference all the time for E3. Bethesda is now part of Microsoft. Microsoft is doing a, con a combined conference with Bethesda. Now, there's been rumors. Starfield leaks screenshots, some video footage, all this other stuff coming out. People are saying Starfield's coming out this year. Uh, I think Jeff Grubb said, I'm telling you right now, Starfield is coming out, and that's it. I'm breaking it, right? And that's what he said. Well, Jason Schreier came out and says, rumors like this keep floating around about Starfield, okay, and is nowhere near done according to several people familiar with the development, okay? I'll be at, it'll be at E3, but the planned release date, I've heard, is way later and most people expected sharing this so that folks keep their expectations in check, okay? What people might not realize is that the bulk of Bethesda Game Studios, including the MD office, was working on Fallout 76 until it launched. Starfield's team was very small until 2019. Okay, rumors that the game was planned for 2020 or far into production and then just not true. Now, let me make this clear, he says. Bethesda's plan is to tease it at release date at Starfield at E3. That date is a late 2022. Okay, I'll leave the specifics to them, but please keep your expectations in check and refrain from sending death threats to death threats when the other rumors turn out to be false. Okay, so there you go. All right, well let's let, let's let's go through that real quick. Okay, so I believe that I believe I don't I don't think it's going to come out this year, right? 
I think it's because they're trying to release a game that's not really a game. It's a really good platform that makes money for them, and they have to make sure it works, right? What makes me laugh is, is they've been working on this game for at least five years, right? Well, they said they at least a small team was working on it up until 2019. Yeah, yeah, we know how the how the how the framing goes. However, they were able to bang out Fallout 76 in 18 months, yeah, and what less, a gem less, that less, was. Less than two years, yeah. What a what a gem that was. So what you're saying to me now is, there's no possible way that they can release this game this year because it's just too far behind. Meanwhile, I can knock out a 76 in 18 months and have no guilt at all. Right. I call shenanigans. I call shenanigans on the epic level. Let's pick a side. You care about the product, so you're holding it back? Or you're just not really done with it? Or you can't get it to where it needs to be for the release? Because you didn't care about 76, but that flew out the door. This one you care about? I'm curious. What's the difference? Well, the difference is this it's, is the it's, first. It's a giant. It's a giant IP. Well, it's the first. Right? It's the first new IP. It's the first new IP from Bethesda in 20 years. Okay. So before we before we sink the ship, we have to make sure we get as many and, people on the boat as possible. And it has and it has the, the first brand new engine. Right. It's a brand new uh, engine right. for the for Gamebryo the game. 5.0. Yeah. 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 Gamebryo 5.0. Yeah. Okay. okay. I got you. I don't know. I mean, here two 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 things. I think this game would have launched this year. I'm not saying it's not, but what I'm saying is I think it would have been guaranteed if it launched this year if the coup didn't hit us. If 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 the virus didn't hit us, I think 100% this game would have came out this year. Ready or not, would have came out this year. I don't know, man. Okay, holiday 2021, if the coup didn't hit, okay? Now, now that Microsoft owns them, and Halo was supposed to come out last year, now Halo's coming out this year, supposedly, okay? They have to, they have to make a big wake in the wave here, right? Like, Game Pass is the big seller, but Game Pass is only going to sell a little bit longer because of the other games coming out first party titles need to start dropping for xbox for game pass right halo all seven studios of bethesda you know what whatever right new first party titles they have 23 studios now okay they got to start making good on those on those on those games hellblade 2 is going to come out you know what i mean like they own that company now there's there's a lot of stuff there's a lot of stuff so we'll see what happens? I think I understand Jason has got contacts and I'm going off just the whim here. They could still drop it this year because if they could pump out Fallout 76 in two years and drop that shit and not give two shits, you know what I'm saying? And they made a lot of money on that. What's the, right. what's the stop by, them from doing Todd's, it again? By Todd's own words. It doesn't matter how the game releases. It matters how it ends up. Exactly. Exactly. Right? So he doesn't care if it comes out shitty. Right. They'll just fix it, Cause, right? Cause so all, what's the difference? All Bethesda games, even in the past, even though we love Fallout games, they were always buggy. Always buggy. Always had those glitches. Dragons flying backwards and, you know, and they falling through the maps and do all that stuff. That's how Bethesda games have always been. Okay? It was almost that charm of it, right? Like, you always, you almost, you were okay with it because 
you were having such a good time in Skyrim that if you fell through the map or the dragon was going backwards or some weird thing happened, you were okay with it. You're like, oh man, this game is just so gorgeous, right? Same with Fallout. So what's to stop Starfield for doing the exact same thing, right? I understand where Jason's coming from by saying, no, it's far off. It's not ready. But like you said, Todd said out of his own mouth, it's not about how it starts. It's how it finishes, right? It, so I think it could come out this year because Microsoft needs games on Unfinished Pass. I mean, Game Pass. Okay. I, I think the way that, that Microsoft's planning this out is I think they can accommodate maybe one or two titles for the year that's a AAA title that they can offset with the membership of Game Pass to offset the cost, right? And then sell the game outside of Game Pass. Right. If 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 Starfield is here's here's the part that I, I don't quite grasp yet. If Starfield as Oh, hold on, hold on a second, Sarge. I don't know what I don't know what the hell just happened. What is going on? Oh, that's nice. We were talking about I, I was talking about I was talking about um Basically, I was saying that Todd said it, it it doesn't matter how it starts, it's how it ends, right? And why would outright why would a Starfield not come out this right, year so, because they were working on it? Right. So my issue is is are they using Starfield as the game to get on Game Pass to get a bunch of people to get on Game Pass, or is it they're trying to get Starfield out as a true new ip first party title that everyone can get behind again as opposed to what happened off of 76. i think it's twofold right one i think it has to be better than 76 right two it's like the flagship it's like the flagship of of their next um of the next era of of bethesda you know what i'm saying like their last game was tarnished. It tarnished their name. Like, people don't want to buy stuff from Bethesda, right? But yet, if you look at... Yeah, so is probably one of the best, better games out there right now. And that's made by Zenimax. That's made by Bethesda, right? So, they have to come out swinging and make this game good. It can't come out like Cyberpunk 2077, right? So, a part of me thinks of it as, maybe it's not coming out this year. Maybe it should come out. It should come out next year, late 2022, but if it does come out in a broken state, but not as a broken state as Fallout 76 and not as a broken state as Cyberpunk 2077 from CD Projekt Red, I mean, would people be pissed? Sure. But it's on Game Pass. You see what I'm saying? It's but exclusively that, but, on Game but Pass. That's my, but that's my point. There was, there was complete and total chaos when CD Cyberpunk but at the same time, it didn't matter. Right. It didn't matter. They sold 13 million copies. It didn't matter. So why, now that they know that, and now that there was a beloved IP that the people were waiting to come out, and people were waiting for Starfield almost as bad, I would have to say almost as bad as Cyberpunk. Right. Right. So what's the delay? Like how, like if, if, Listen, here's how I look. I don't want to be pessimistic, but like, is it so badly not ready 
that it's worse than the state of 76 when it first launched because right. when 76 launched it was a dumpster fire and they were like we're going to just work through this but we can't release starfield now we have to wait another year for it to get to 76 status you know what i mean like yeah how far down is the game yeah, I don't know. It, it, to me, it could go either way. And the only way it can go either way is because of what Todd said. I understand Jason Schreier, is a, he's a well-respected uh, person in the industry. And what usually what he says usually comes true because he's an investigative reporter. He actually has sources, and he's not just saying stuff out of his ass, right? He's got sources that actually say stuff. But at the same time, he's also not the CEO of a company. And the CEO of the company can just pull the trigger and be like, Eh, it's on Game Pass. People are not paying full price, right? Like, why not? Right, right, right. People will stay. People, people will be like, ah, it's 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 a it's a fantastic. I mean, after, listen, it'll be great listen, in six after, months. It'll be great in six months. After what I saw, what happened to the Cyberpunk, I don't think it matters how they release a the game anymore. I don't, I don't think it matters. There's no feet to the fire. They don't care. They they'll they'll do whatever. Right, so I don't I don't see why it wouldn't come out. However, I I, I kind of like what Sean says, but at the same time, I I don't think that game is a spring game. I think they want holiday sales. Yeah. So if it doesn't come out if it doesn't come out this fall, then it's definitely next year. Right, Wheezy. But if you have Game Pass, right? But that's the thing. That's the seller to Game Pass. Remember, Microsoft is selling Game Pass they're okay if they if you go out and straight up buy the game fantastic but they want you to get on game pass right they want their games and go oh man i don't really like xbox but that's on game pass and i could buy i i could play that game on my iphone and on my tablet and on my nintendo switch and on my whatever else right like that's what they're using i i just i find it weird that it's come down to the fact that they're not going to release it because they don't think it's ready. Like, what does that mean now? Like, when you think you're not releasing a game because you didn't think it was ready, you released 76. Like, right. you released 76. You are completely okay with releasing it. You're not going to release Starfield? Like, yeah. I don't know. Weezy, I, how I, far down? How far down are they? Weezy, I, I totally understand, right? Like, I don't buy microtransactions, right? If I put you in my position where I don't buy microtransactions, I play a game, but I'm never going to buy a microtransaction. And yet, how many people are buying microtransactions, right? You're not going to switch, right? And you're not going to get Game Pass on PC, but how many people are going to get Game Pass? You see what I'm saying? There's plenty of other people out there. Not only will they get Game Pass, they'll also buy microtransactions. So, I don't know. I think it's... It can go either well, way. It can go either way. Here's here's my here's my question to the chat. Do you believe that Starfield is going to release like a Skyrim, or do you believe Starfield is going to release like a seventy six, where it's it's an open world thing, but it's got microtransactions all strewn through it, all customization with microtransactions, or is it like an ESO game? I just play the game. Like I right, elite. I, I'm with you, man. I there's no way. There's no way that this game is going to be like, oh, this is like Skyrim, but better. The No. The the rumors that we heard was it was a single-player game. So it could be like a Fallout game, not Fallout 76 type game. But again, that's here nor there right now. 
It's all rumor. I just look perfect example. We're going to talk about Cyberpunk 2077, right? There's there's four lawsuits going on and they're combining them as one. Okay. This game was such a cluster when it came out. Even people that were having a great time. 76 when it came out was a cluster. Cyberpunk was a cluster. Single player, multiplayer. Okay. We saw Fallout 76 and was like, there's no way a game's going to come out worse than 76. And then Cyberpunk said, hold my beer. Okay. And they did worse than 76. And, and it didn't matter. And it went on. And it didn't matter. Right, and they sold 8 million copies pre-order. And after the news that it was a sucky uh, rendering on the old systems, they sold an additional 5 million. So they sold 13 million copies. Okay. 13 million copies for CD Projekt Red's or, uh, for Cyberpunk 2077. Right. And then here's Todd. It doesn't matter how it starts. No matter how it finishes. And they're on Game Pass. And they bought by Microsoft for $7.4 billion. Right? They want to make that money back. They want to make that money back. Right? Do they sit on that money for another year? What's the next game that's coming out for for, for Bethesda? What's the next game? Because Deathloop is coming out for PlayStation. Tokyo, Tokyo is coming out for PlayStation. Okay? Those two games are not going to bring in a dent when it comes to $7.4 billion. Okay? I, I bet you ESO brings in more money with the, with the expansion that's coming out than both those games in bring in total. After after Starfield, the next one coming out, it's got to be, yeah, it's going to be Elder Scrolls Six. It could be another Fallout. That's the next one, but that's not going to come. No way, no way. They're coming out with Fallout before they come out with seventy. Before they come out with uh with the Elder Scrolls. Mm mm. I think they were working on Starfield, and then went back to seventy six because they needed to revive it. I do, because seventy six when it came out was in it was in dire need of help. And they're like, hey, uh, can you uh, can you come back over here and help us with 76? Starfield 2022, Elder Scrolls 6 2025. Yeah, I don't think Elder Scrolls 6 is coming out anytime soon. But think about that, right? They make the purchase of $7.4 billion in 2020. Or I just went through this in March, right? 2021. And now the return investment, they're getting nothing. Well, I guess they are making money off 76. They are making money off Elder Scrolls. They are making money here and there. But the next IP that come out is a year and a half after they paid $7.4 billion? I don't know. They need to sell consoles. They need to sell Game Pass. And I don't think they care if it's broke or not. They were going to sell us Halo Infinite last year. Remember that. They were going to sell us that. Yeah. Okay, so let, let, let's hit that real quick. Do you actually believe that the footage that they showed us was them testing the waters to see if we would accept it or not? No, that was them coming out going, all right, let's see how many people are hyped for this. We're so excited. And then they're like, oh. It was the same It was the same type of feel when Blizzard went out and said Diablo is coming on mobile. They thought people were going to go, like, oh, they're going to they're gonna love this. They're going to love this. We're coming out on mobile. And they're like, mobile? Is this an April Fool's joke? And they're like, what, you don't have phones? Right? You just, and they're like, I, in in-house, they were like, this is amazing. People are going to love it. That's that's what's happening right now, right? They thought Halo Infinite was going to be in-house. They're like, this is going to be a home run. And they're like, oh, oh, no. that's That didn't go anywhere yeah, we but, planned. Yeah, but, 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 that, but that's why I, 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 I don't believe that. They released that video thinking that everyone was going to get excited. Like, like, we didn't know what Halo was supposed to look like. 
Like no one knew what the game is supposed to look like. Like that was their that was their best showing of that product. I guess. And they were like, "We're we're coming out in the fall." Yeah. And we're like, "You better not come out in the fall." <laughs> All right, I gotta uh, let's go down some uh, some quick stories here. Okay, we got uh, Valheim. The guys uh, that I, I played that about two months ago, Valheim, just surpassed 6.8 million copies as of March 31st. Okay, now they just passed 8 million. Okay, and the game will get close to 8 million units sold by the end of June. Okay, 8 million units sold, and it's an indie game, and only like five guys are making it. It's like four or five guys, yeah, making the game. So March 31st, they had 6.8 million, and now they're, they're going to have close to 8 million by the end of June. So that's not bad. That's fucking great. It's great for for an independent game like that. That's great. You see, you love you love to hear stories about that, right? Because that game came out, and yes, it's an alpha, right? Yes, it's an alpha. But you know what? There's no microtransactions, right? And it's a $20 game. $20 game. Okay? And for how many people, how much people are loving it, what you can do in that game for $20, right? They could literally put a skin in that game and sell it for $20. Okay, but there's no microtransactions in the game. Okay, which there could be later on, but this this is how a game is born. You make a game like this, make a game, sell a game, make a game, sell a game. If your game is good, it will sell. If your game is not good, it won't sell. The people have spoken. That's it. That's the way it works. The trash heap has spoken. Huh. <laughs> okay, that's it. <laughs> right? Are we using Are we using the trash heap for shitty games? That's right. Is that that's what right. we're doing? That's right. Right. That's right. And you can put the trash the trash logo in in inside the YouTube. We have a trash logo. It's in the emotes section. All right. It's right there. Here, I'll, I'll spam it. Can I spam it? I can't spam it. It's my. What is happening to? There it is. There. There's the. There's a the trash emote. Right. It's sloth in a trash can. The trash heap has spoken. Yeah, if it if it it's not a shitty game, it's a good game. Make a game, sell a game. I know it's a, I know it's a weird scenario, right? Half passionate people make a project they really like, make it into a game, and sell it. It's not it's not not rocket science, right? Some people might like it, some people might not. But if pe if you make a good game, the word will spread. And when the word spreads, the people will pick it up and they'll buy it. And then now, if these developers come out with Valheim 2, or they come out with another game, they go, the makers of Valheim. Everyone's like, oh shit, Valheim was good. Next game already sells because they made a name for themselves. Not anymore for EA, not anymore for Activision, not anymore for Bethesda. Doesn't matter what they put out. Everyone's like, that game was shit. I'm going to buy it anyway. Microtransaction, $25, right? That's it. It's a, it's a completely different. So good for them. 8 million, 8 million copies. 8 million copies. Um, HBO Max is launching an ad-supported version of a, of a subscription service. HBO Max is launching an ad-supported tier for $9.99 a month in June. Okay? Now... This this pisses me off a little bit because the regular standard HBO Max, I believe, is like fifteen. That's like fourteen ninety nine. Okay. Now they make it per month fourteen ninety nine a month for ad free subscription. Okay. Now for ten dollars for just five dollars less. Now you have to sit through ads. Right. So 
It's five dollars worth of your time, Sarge, for not getting ads. Right? Think about think about this. They have their own app. Okay, I know my camera's flickering, guys, because of whatever happened. To, uh, the software's messed up now. Um, it, this is not cable television anymore. This is not HBO Max where you have to buy the cable package to get HBO Max, right? This is literally, I want HBO Max. I pay $14 on my app, on my phone, on my computer, on my on my smart TV. It's their, like, closed box off of their app. Subscription service, which HBO has always been a subscription service. From the beginning of time, okay? Was there ads on HBO when it was on television? No. Were you paying $14 for part of it, your, your cable package they just threw in? Yes. Now they have their own subscription service, and for $5 less, now they're going to put ads on it. I'm telling you, man, they're going to nickel and dime everything out of everybody as, as long as they can. You'd be lucky. You'd be like, hey, you wanted a microtransaction of your, while you're watching uh, Boardwalk? You get a sticker for, so you could talk in the chat for five extra dollars for your thing. It's like, what are we doing here? Why would I? Why would I want to pay five less dollars to watch commercials? You can't afford like, fifteen dollars, Sarge. Well, if you can't afford fifteen, you can't afford ten. Well, okay, you can if you're watching let's, ads. Let's get. You can if you're let's watching go, ads. Let's go back into the real world. <laughs> let's go back into the real world. Right? If you can't, if 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 it takes you four years to pay off a mattress, you can't afford the mattress. Right. That's right. how it goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's. It's 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 ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Did I just spell tweak? I did spell it wrong. God damn fucking autocorrect, I swear to God. For God's sakes. Yeah, the, the cycle never ends, right? They, they 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 take it off the box, you're like, I'm gonna cut my cable, I'm gonna save money. And then no, you're not. you get Hulu no, you're not. and Netflix and Disney Plus and all those other things and Apple TV and and HBO's you mean like, saving money? We, we got you. We're going to give it to you for $5 less, but we're going to have 45 minutes of commercials, right? Think, think about this. Remember, guys, I talk about how Disney Plus, I know we're talking about HBO Max, but Disney Plus has a self-contained system where they have their Disney Plus shows with Marvel, and yet they only film 40 minutes still of the episode, even though they don't have ad space. They don't need to put ad space. They can literally have an hour-length show but all so, the time. But they're so you're so used to it though. Right. Everything's structured. Everything's structured around that template. That's why. So now you're telling me That's HBO why. is gonna have shows and they're gonna put commercials and ads in there? That's that's absolutely ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I would never let me put it this way. I would never be able to watch HBO and then get interrupted with a commercial. Yeah, my I, brain wouldn't even stay, my brain wouldn't even allow it. I would just change the channel immediately. We be, I, we've been conditioned. If my son sees a commercial, he's like, "What is this?" I'm like, "It's a commercial." He's like, "We can't pass this commercial." I'm like, "No, we have to watch the commercial." And that's and that's another problem. All right, and my my son goes, "Oh, watching TV when you were a kid must have sucked." <laughs> yes, yes, it no, did. <laughs> I, I, actually, no, because our commercials were cheeky and fun. Well, that's true, but all right, our yeah. commercials were cheeky and fun when we were kids. They weren't all fucking these. Every drug pill known to man, insurance scammed, like all these commercials are the same shit. We don't, you don't have the cheeky, cool commercials anymore. Yeah, yeah. So HBO is uh, is is going down in price, but they're they're putting ads in there. Uh, just information: Jeff Keighley's big show will feature more than thirty developers and publishers. Keighley Fest, as I call it, the Summer Fest of Games, uh, Summer Game Fest, uh, is returning in twenty twenty one on June tenth. 
with a three-hour live stream event featuring reveals from more than 30 developers and publishers of a day of a devs indie showcase and a musical performance by Weezer. Oh, oh, I like Weezer. Weezer's my favorite band. I bought my dog a sweater. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Mm -hmm. Right, that Weezer's going to be there. So Jeff Keeley's Summerfest is coming back. Um, in other news, uh, Amarath on Twitch. Okay, a lot of people don't like her. If you like her, don't like her, doesn't matter. That's, that that's not true. That a lot of people don't no, like no, her. Not according to the numbers no, she no, pulls in. I get that, but a lot of people give her shit. But that's here nor there. What the topic is, okay, is that Twitch suspended her advertising on her channel, like completely pulled all her ad revenue off of her, off of her. Um, and Twitch. But it's not a strike. But it's not a strike. Right. Twitch didn't reach out in any way whatsoever to her. Uh, they had the initiated conversation with her at anything without any prior warnings. All of her ad revenue has disappeared from the channel analytics, right? So she has no. So now it says here on this tweet, it says people who are cheering about this, that Twitch removed Amarath's revenue will be real mad soon when their favorite streamers gets nuked for being brand risk. Okay. I would be considered a brand risk. It's okay. Cause I'm not, I, I don't have any money anyway. But I would be I would be considered a brand risk because I curse, right? Um, so I'm not family friendly uh, advertisement safe or whatever because you know even though the the company is cursed up a storm and don't give two shits about people, they don't like other people cursing with their name on their on their thing. So a lot of other developers or ads will be pulling their stuff off other streamers. So a lot of people. And now people look at this in a, in a short term and say, well, what does that what does that mean for me? Well, it's like HBO adding ads. OK, your streamer will have to adjust for not making that income. Right. So they might do something else in some other way where they might just beg for you to give them money or they might do some other thing where it's going to ruin the experience of what you're doing. Because the ad revenue that these streamers were getting, some of them are getting thousands and tens of thousands of ads or revenue a month. For each of the things, if I'm not mistaken, I believe she was making close to like $40,000 a month just in ad revenue. Okay. So now Twitch is pulling that away from her. And who else? I'm sure more will follow. People start, uh, you know, pulling away from that. In other news, uh, Nade Shot, okay, who is a streamer uh, on Twitch, has taken his partnership away. Okay, so he's the CEO of Hundred Thieves. Hundred Thieves is an esports company, right? That has a they they go into tournaments and stuff. They have uh, uh, Courage on there, and I forget a couple other people are on there. He cut his partnership with Twitch. Now, when you're a partner with Twitch, you can't stream on any other platform, right? You're just you, you can't do anything. That's it. You're on Twitch. He cut his partnership and went down to affiliate. Now, affiliate, you still can't dual stream, but you can now make content and stream on YouTube. Okay, if you're an affiliate like myself, I stream during the Twitch in the mornings and I stream on uh, YouTube at night. Okay, you still can't do 24 hours, so like you can't dual stream because you can't do the exact same thing you're doing at the exact same time. You have to wait 24 hours. So he feels now what's happening with Amarath, what's happening with Jacuzzi streams, what's happening with all this other stuff. He feels that if he leaves Twitch, that he can make more money potentially because now he can co-stream with his teammates and stuff on YouTube. 
So this is a big move. I know it doesn't seem like a big move, but him cutting off partnership to go down to affiliate program, right? I actually don't want to be partnered on Twitch because of the, of the features that it has where you have to be exclusive for it. I know a lot of people like being partnered on Twitch. I don't want to be partnered on Twitch because I don't want to put my eggs all in one basket. I like that I'm on Twitch. I like that I'm on YouTube. So obviously, Nade, he, he's one of the bigger streamers out there. So he can go where he wants, and he's going to make the money with ad revenue and tips and everything else. So it doesn't really matter. Him going to an affiliate, he can still get subs. He can still get affiliate like um, uh, tips and stuff like that and bits. He gets everything except now he can stream on other platforms where before he couldn't stream on other platforms because he was partnered. So I thought that was interesting. I know it's not really a discussion, but it's it's very interesting to me that a big streamer like himself, who's been on the platform for so long, has now taken away his partnership so he can do more because the way the, the industry is changing. <clears throat> on, on, listen, on, on the Amaranth situation, on one side of the fence, though, I still think the way that Twitch's business model is set up, and I understand people's defensive reaction to this is it's their channel, they can do what they want, but the terms of service are so convoluted to the point where there's no communication between the proprietor and the actual revenue generator. There's no conversations. It's just whatever they feel like doing to you, they can. Right. Right. There's no consumer protection. I understand it's a contract of business. I get that. But there has to be some type of legal action between the two parties. It just can't be I can do whatever I want. Right. At least a communication, a warning, something, anything. Right. But just to cut, you, you can't one day. Imagine, imagine for, in, for, for just a moment that happened to an actual business that you just cut off your revenue and just one day just say, that's it. Yeah. Well, it's like someone like, coming over happen. and just kicking you out of your, your place of business, right? Like you have rent, but they just come over and go, sorry, you're out. And you're like, this is my business. You're like, sorry, see you later. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm waiting. This, there's, there's some lawsuits in the works right now that may set precedent for what's, what's coming down the line. And I think we'll know in the, probably another 18 months or so, whether or not that these channels can survive the same way that they're doing business, <clears throat> or do they turn themselves into network stations instead of the online right. marketing? Well, Duplitz, it's, it's not the it's not the matter of she's making plenty of money and it's not making a dent. That's that's not it. the The thing is that they took away revenue from her without any warning whatsoever. That basically just stole thirty five grand from you. That's 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 the story. Okay. I applaud Twitch for taking her ad revenue away. She's riding the TOS borderline, but she didn't break the TOS. She's riding the TOS, right? She didn't break any any kind of rules or anything. That's right. She's riding the she's riding the TOS like a, them riding a hot dog in the hot tub. Okay, she's not doing anything wrong. She is doing exactly what the law provides her to do. The that, rules that, that are set, that, that they that, made, that they up. made, right? Right. That they if, made you, up. if you like her or not. It is not the is not what the what the conversation is here. The conversation is here that Twitch can do anything they want to your platform at any moment at any time because they don't agree with something. With no warning, they took her thirty five to forty thousand dollars away from her with no rebuttal, with no nothing. They just took it from her. That's the issue. Not because she's in a hot tub and she's doing stuff for TOS. TOS has nothing to do with you or me or anybody that's watching her. If you're either watching her or you're not. 
And if you're watching her, you're interested in her. And if you're not watching her, then you don't give two shits about her, right? So taking someone's money away from her is the problem. With, with no with no legal recourse. You got no legal recourse. It's just, it's sketchy. Right? It's still sketchy. Right. <clears throat> it doesn't matter what you think about her. It doesn't matter. Twitch taking her ad revenue is fucked up because if they can do that, they can do other things as well. With no right. warning, they can just take it away from you. They've done it to other people. They just end your platform completely. They just cancel you with no warning. And they're like a little spoiled little like kid. Like, I'm not talking to you. I, I'm not going to tell you why I did it. You should just know. Right? right? That's the problem. Twitch, and this is why I don't put my eggs all in one basket, because I don't trust them. I don't trust them as far as I can throw Amarath. Okay? <clears throat> that that's That's the issue. Twitch... Another story about Twitch. Twitch subs will soon cost less depending on where you live. But what they also don't tell you is they'll all cost you more, all depending on where you live, right? But the article only tells, says it'll cost less. So Twitch has a long, char a long charge to $4.99 for Tier 1 subs and roughly translated to a price into the other currencies. It's meant that for years. Now, the countries have either paid significantly more for month's subscription or the price has been ab abnormally high compared to local cost and living. Twitch is finally addressing the price disparity, introducing local subscription costs to try to level things out. Now, Mexico and Turkey are the first to receive price more relative to their local cost of living. A tier one sub will cost 48 pesos, around $2.42, and Turkish 990 Turkish uh, lira, around $1.19. Most countries like Asia and Latin America and Middle, uh, Middle East, Africa, and Europe will migrate into local pricing some, sometime later this year, and Twitch has provided a full list of countries due to receive the new pricing. It says a vast majority of the countries outside the U.S. will, will see lower prices, and Twitch says the reason behind this the local subscription pricing is huge discrepancy between the U.S. subscribers and those elsewhere in the world. Yeah, go ahead, Sarge. I already see how this is going to be a problem. Like, straight up, 100% problem. What? With NordVPN, with NordVPN, I can make my I can make my be anywhere. So I can, I can pick the cheapest country possible and be paying that price point for... Right. Yep. Brain just said it too. That, so people that's will what Nord, that's so what Nord change VPN their VPN is. so they can pay le le less amount of the ridiculous gift yeah, subs and friend streams. Yep. I already see a problem. Yep. There you go. So uh, I don't. I don't think that that's going to work. When does that? When do they implement that? When's that going to be implemented? Implemented? Um, I give that six months. I mean, I think it's implemented now. It doesn't say that it's. Uh, it doesn't say. It says the percentage of active users in Europe and Asia to support the creators of subscription is roughly 50% lower relatively to North America, and Latin America is nearly 80% lower. 25% um, every three months over the following nine months, totaling but that's, a 12-month period. That's what we're talking about, Wheezy. When you, do a, when you do a VPN, it doesn't matter regionally. I, I'm basically telling the computer that I'm someplace else. That's what it is. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. It, was, it won't know where you are. I could pick Mexico. Uh, I'm paying Mexico rates. You know, this is what uh, we're, we're going to see. <laughs> we're going to see. Other news. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. That's the whole point of VPN. <laughs> that's that's yeah, the whole point. That's, that's exactly what it is, Wheezy. That's the whole point of it. If I want to watch, if I want to watch, I want to pay stuff for Japanese animation and watch all the Japanese channels. I put the VPN that I'm in Japan. I'm paying that. Um, Grand Theft Auto 5 is getting uh, 
upgraded on PlayStation 5 and <laughs> Xbox Series X and S. So that, that's, that game has been on three systems. It's the new Skyrim, right? It's the new Skyrim. It's been out every, everywhere, everything, three systems. <laughs> Came out on the 360, went to the one, and now it's on the Xbox One uh, S and the PlayStation. Started because on the three, went to the four, went to the five. And now it's getting a graphical update. Yeah, it's getting graphical updated. Yep. Yeah, it's coming out. Um, so so, so is that, do I have to rebuy it again, or is that just a patch? I don't know. I mean, it's just funny that that, that they're 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 milking that game. They're milking that thing for everything it's worth. Bro, uh, milking is not milking is an understatement. They they don't once again they don't have to release another game. They don't have to release another game. No, the, you know this, right? Yeah, like, no, they don't. They don't they have don't, to release don't, another game. They don't ever have to release another game. But. But in another story, uh, uh, Take Two, let me see this. The Take Two Games, okay, uh, is announced plans to uh, not only to launch a new Gearbox franchise, okay, a new IP for Gearbox franchise, but they're also, Take Two is releasing 62 games, okay, 62 games. Hold on, by that, by 2025, I think it is, by 2024. Take Two is releasing 62 games. By 2024, and we'll have uh, have guesses about what they are. Okay, so there you go. Oh, I, I can tell you exactly what they are. It's going to be uh, 58 games of total utter garbage. <laughs> you cannot release that many games by 2024. 60, okay, I'm 60, sorry. 62 games. I'm sorry. I'm the, sorry. I think I think EA releases no like 14 shot, games. I think EA releases 14 games a year. Are, are you counting the ones that are just repeated over and over? Yeah, 14 games a year. EA does right. That's nowhere close in four years, right? You're still, you're still, you're still well off for 62. 62 you're close. games you're by close. 2024. 14, 14. Come on, man. You got three years. Well, you got four. Yeah, you got three years. Well, let's just say four. If it's 14, 14 is 28, 56. Yeah, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games coming out. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll see if they can do it. 62 is a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot of games. That's a lot. That's a lot of Grand Theft Auto games. That's a lot of Grand Theft Auto games, especially since Grand Theft Auto is coming out again for the, for the for this year. Um, the next story I want to talk about is a good one. The Goonies get a new board game. It's coming out. No, no, the, the Goonies get a board game. Well, no, they get a new board game. They have an old board game, <clears throat> right? They get they get a board game. Well, they get a board game, but they get a new board game. The last board game they had was like Monopoly, or whatever it is. Right, so the new board game is actually pretty interesting. Brain sent this in right at the last second over here. Uh, the board game is getting a new board game. It's actually pretty cool looking. Okay. It's the first look at the Goonies Never Say Die from Funko Games. Okay. It's pretty cheaply made, I would have to say, as a board game uh, person. Uh, the board game is based on the classic 1980s film, The Goonies. And on their way to developer, uh, published by Funko Games, the title of the Goonies Never Say Die is described as a kind of like light role-playing experience run by a game master. The game will retail for $34.99, it's available this summer. Pre-orders are available now at VI Target. Okay, So basically what happens is there's one guy that's the game master, and four people, you get to be uh, Mikey, Mouth, Chunk, Data, or Sloth, Okay, and you have to try to, you know, beat the why game why can't i be a girl why can't i be a girl i don't know sarge uh you know this is why can't i be a girl it's i can't buy it it's i can't buy it it's probably because it was made by a white 
sexist male that was misogynistic that wanted to... I can't to... buy it then. I can't be a girl. Either that or the girls didn't sign up uh, for the uh, for their likeness and stuff. I'm assuming. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this looks pretty cool. It's got pretty cool parts and uh, game pieces. You got a little uh, game master piece in front of you. So if you like playing Dungeons and Dragons, you can now make your own little uh, your setup on how to trap the goonies or they can su succeed and uh, save their homes at like the end of the movie and stuff like that. Or they can get the treasure from Chester Copper Potts uh, from what hey, I wasn't really... one of the options. It wasn't one of the options. The kids were going to die. I, I actually in the original. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It seems pretty interesting for $34.99. Uh, it's, I like the Goonies. I'll give it a shot. Now I just have to find four other people that have that to be my friend so I can play it in real life. Uh, other than that, or or four people on the internet all buy it. I'll be the game master, and then you move your pieces at your house, and that's it. That's what we do. Yeah. I vote for digging a hole and making Chunk pick to get out. That's right. Uh, yeah, I wonder if it's like that. I'd be like, okay, Mikey, what are you going to do? Hey, Mikey! Mikey, come give me a kiss. You know, just like the, you get to, I, I put uh, Chunk in the refrigerator with the dead body and we lock him in there never to save him and Chunk dies. Now, you have to work as a team. So it's four versus one. It, either the game master wins or all, all the Goonies wins. So you can't, you can't, like one person can't win. Only the game master wins or the actual players win. So when it comes out, I'm going to buy it. I'll tell you guys how it is. It seems pretty cool. It's got the cardboard pieces. It's got some 3D uh, animated uh, characters or 3D pieces. It's got like three or four. It looks like the... Uh, actually, it just looks like the uh, the bad guys. That's it. So maybe I'll make my own 3D hmm. pieces. I don't know. It looks interesting. I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to to see that in stores and get it. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know who that's for. Yeah, everybody for, who, everybody who grew up on the on, on the Goonies is like fucking middle aged, uh, yeah. retired. Like I don't yeah. understand who's that game for. The kids don't know what that game yeah. is. Yeah, it's, it's true. More of a collector's item, maybe. You just buy it and just put it on a shelf. I mean, I guess I just. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> it seems a. <laughs> That's, that's it's a game we could play this holiday season, Sarge. This holiday season, I'll buy it and I'll bring it down and we can play. I think it'll be fun. Uh, other than that, uh, Brie Larson's trying to ruin my whole childhood with IPs. She wants to be in Star Wars as Mara Jade, and um, she's trying to uh, do something else. I forget, but the, in in Marvel, um, she wants to be the lead of the Avengers. Uh, so she she's just trying to to ruin everything. It's not really a story. It's just more of a, a statement that she's that she's basically just trying to ruin anything. Any uh, any white nerd or nerd doesn't matter if you're white. Uh, if you're a male and you like anything, she wants to ruin it. That's that's her that's her goal. Brie Larson's trying to ruin anything and everything that you liked as a young man. <laughs> that's it. That's what she's trying to do. I come into this. Brie needs to go what's, away. Yeah. What's Brie? What's Brie doing now? She wants to be in Star Wars as Mara Jade. Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck no. You are not getting Mara Jade. That's right. And she also wants to be the leader of the Avengers in the next in the next uh, next phase. I have to be with a boxer on this one. You need to go away, girl. Yeah. Go so, away. 
Uh, other than that, I think we have. Wait, wait, wait. Well, let's 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 do real quick then. All right, two people then. Who is Mara Jade? What actress is Mara Jade? Okay, chat. This is for you. What actress currently right now can be Mara Jade? And I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure she's a redhead, but guys, just to make sure you know. What I was gonna say, Mara what's Jade? her name? Uh, Emma Stone. Emma Stone. All right, Mara Jade's redhead. And then the second question on that one is, Mass Effect comes out with a movie. Who's Shepard? Which actor right now can be Shepard? Mara Jade and Shepard. Mara, Mara Jade, Emma Stone. Emma Stone? Oh. She's a redhead. Yeah. 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 She 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 can play Mara Jade, but she can't play older Mara Jade. She can't be Luke's... She's, she's, she's too... She's, she's 30 too years old. She can't be Mara Jade. She's too wholesome. She can't play Mara Jade. Elizabeth Olsen, maybe. Female Shepherd or male Shepherd? That's a good question. Well, well, male Shepherd first, Dupless. Uh, men play the game. Boys play the game. Any anyone other than Bree and no idea. Felicia Day. Frank Grillo. Rebecca Matter. <laughs> I gotta look up her. Let me see. <laughs> Why isn't that working? I don't understand. Oh yeah. Well, Miranda's easy. There's a lot. There's a lot of bitches in Hollywood duplex. We could we can knock out Miranda in about three minutes. I mean, you just get the regular. You get the regular actress. I don't like her look. <laughs> I I can't grow a beard, Sean. It's not going to work. Can't get that five o'clock shadow thing going. I look like a hobo. <clears throat> and, and, and nobody nobody better see Van Diesel. Okay? Van Diesel's not Shepard. <laughs> Van Diesel. Yeah. You, you have to. What's her name? That's Miranda. You get the girl who played Miranda. Are you kidding me? She's fucking gorgeous. I forget her name. She's from uh from Chuck. What, what, what was her Yavana Yavana? Yeah, her. Please. Please. Look. You get her. You get her to play Miranda because that's who Miranda is. Chris Pine for Shepard is pretty decent. Yeah, I was actually, before the show started, Brain, I was going to actually say Chris Pine. Or I was going to say Liam Ne- uh, what's his name? Thor. What's his name? Like, just slimmed down, not as bulked up. What's his name? Chris, Chris Hemsworth as Shepard. But not, not, not bulky. Like, he can't, he can't be, like, super bulked like he was for Thor. Right or, or or even him being Hulk Hogan in the movie, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, I think he might be a good one. But come on, this this is Miranda. There's no one else we for make, Miranda. We, we make we make Paul Rudd work out for like six months, and we make him Shepherd. <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? That's not bad. That's not that's yeah, not Paul, bad. Paul Paul Rudd with a beard and make him work out for six months. Yeah, I could see Paul Rudd. I, I could see Paul Rudd to do it. 
the the originals can play don't no need all of them all other folks that's true who played who played uh oh sam worthington that, that's not bad wheezy that's not bad that's doable <laughs> that's not bad man that's not bad who is who's the uh the screen capture of the of the guy that played uh mass effect why can't he play himself I mean, Miranda's plays Miranda. You don't need to replace her. You know what? Yeah, I guess. But that that would mean that we have to put Statham in like a wig or something, right? Does he have to grow some hair? Seth, still, Seth Green is Joker. Yeah, Seth Green was Joker. You know what I mean? <laughs> Anybody yeah, but, but Jake Gyllenhaal. But, but George, you just <laughs> actually picked the right guy for the one you say you don't want it to be. Yeah, yeah. That's actually not a bad pick. Well, uh, actually, the elusive man, I think, can still be the elusive man. I think he's still alive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Martin Sheen is still alive. If you can't get Martin Sheen, just put just put his son in there. Not Charlie. <laughs> not, not Charlie. Not putting Charlie Sheen in there. <laughs> I never saw that movie, George. I never saw. Maybe we should watch that on Friday night. The Prince of Persia. Jim Carrey is the elusive man. Oh, can we, can we, Sarge, have you seen the trailer for Snake Eyes? I'm sorry, what now? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you not know there was a Snake Eyes com uh, movie coming out? No. Yeah. No, Snake Eyes from, like, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe? Yes, Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe. How the fuck are they going to do that? He doesn't talk, and then you can't see his face. How is that a movie? Well, in the first 30 seconds of the trailer, they ruin it, because he talks, and he doesn't have a mask on. Right. I'm not gonna watch that. <laughs> so I'm not gonna go watch a Snake Eyes movie where the guy talks and I see his face. The fuck am I going to see? Yeah. So I know that Snake Eyes talked a couple times and he gets messed up and it's supposed to be an origin story. So maybe by the end of the movie he puts the mask on and he becomes Snake Eyes that we know. But I don't need a fucking origin story of Snake Eyes. It looks like a generic fucking ninja movie. It does. It looks like a generic gen ninja movie. And I'm oh, like, well, can you play the trailer? Can you play a trailer? No, I can't because it'll get DMCA'd. All right. Just just look it up. Snake Eyes trailer. All right. Yeah, it, it, it just looks like a bad... Mortal Kombat looks better. If, you, if you're telling me that Snake Eyes is going to take off his mask and he's going to talk, I can't go watch it. It's just dumb. It's not Snake Eyes. Yeah, Mo, it's his origin story, but I don't give a shit. Like, like I, I hate the fact when Hollywood takes stuff, okay? Like The Mandalorian, let's be honest, okay? His helmet stayed on, and I'm like, this is great. And then Pedro was like, I need my helmet off. People need to know it's Pedro. Do you know what I mean? Like, they need to know it's me. I need to take my helmet off every minute I can get. Okay? When movies have people with characters with helmets and masks on, they have to keep their helmet and mask on. Do you know why Judge Dredd, the remake, was great? Because Judge Dredd didn't take off his fucking helmet. I know who the actor is. I don't need to see the actor in the movie to go, oh, that's who that is. No, he was playing a part, and the part of that person is that he wears a helmet all the time, okay? Snake Eyes has always had his mask on. Origins or not, I don't care about the comics and stuff like that. Snake Eyes is all fucking messed up. His eyeballs like popping out of his head. He's got a fucking slice because he got in a bad battle. Maybe he gets in that bad battle against Storm Shadow or whatever, and that's great. But I don't need an actor to be like, this is who I am. 
I'm Snake Eyes, right? Like, I don't need to know the person. Just show me Snake Eyes. Now, if maybe they're doing this and it doesn't show in the trailer, but if it's just Snake Eyes, he's already in his mask. He doesn't speak. And someone goes, dude, do you always wear a mask? And he just kind of stands there and looks, and then it goes into a flashback scenario, and it shows how fucked up and messed up he gets. Cool. But if there's a long plot story, they go, I love you, dear. Oh, I love you, too. And then he's a ninja, and then he gets messed up, and he always puts the mask on to never be taken off ever again or speak of. I'm, I'm good. I've seen that before. I don't need to see that again, right? It's just another Hollywood fuck-up on an IP that they have no reason to make. But these are just my takes. Let me hear yours in the comment section down below. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fake origin story. The real origin story is Snake Eyes was an outsider and took the ninja code. As outside of his code, he's making him an Asian uh, kills the meaning behind it. Yeah, it, it just... 30 seconds of the trailer. He's talking. He's his mask off. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. You didn't even make it 30 seconds into the trailer. I was like, oh, this could be cool. Snake Eyes. Let me click it. I'm like, oh, no, never mind. I'm done. I'm done. I think it would be. I think it would be much more interesting. Think, think of how more complex the movie would have to be, and how good the writing would have to be. That Snake Eyes, the origin story with Snake Eyes in it, and he doesn't talk and wears the mask, and they make it work. Right, right. Like how 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 amazing would the writing have to be for an actor not to say anything, not to not to see his face, and it for it to be an awesome movie. You, you know what's great? People that that wear masks and stuff and don't say anything. Like Kylo Ren, fantastic character until he took off his mask. You know what I mean? Darth Vader was such a great character because he wore a fucking mask the entire time until until his helmet got. Did did his agent get upset? <laughs> right. Did David Prowse's agent get upset because he didn't show his right. face for more than five minutes during the movie? Did she get upset for the second movie? I can't believe I have to make a second movie and I don't get to see my face. Did that shit go on back then? No. No, it did not. No. Put the fucking helmet on. That's what's in the script. Yeah. Yeah. That like things like this, just it's just it's just better. Yeah, we'll just wear the mask. Just wear the mask. Don't talk. Just show me a good movie. Snake Eyes. Let me see some karate. Let me see some kung fu. Let me see some ninja action. I don't need dialogue from Snake Eyes. You want to make a great movie with someone that talks? Make a movie of Storm Shadow. Storm Shadow speaks? Fucking make a movie of him. You want to make a movie of, of, of fucking Duke? Make a movie of Duke. Scarlet. Whatever else. There's a whole bunch of people that you could have made <laughs> that, that have dialogue. You choose the character that doesn't speak and then make him speak. <laughs> Fuck you, Hollywood. <laughs> Fuck you. On the, on the lighter side, it's been confirmed that there will be no Golden Globes Awards next year. Oh. Well, that means that means Snake Eyes can't win Golden Globe live on the internet. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day for as long as I can remember, where Hollywood just shuts the fuck up and there's no award show. I I just I'm so happy. I was <laughs> I want to thank everyone who hated Hollywood as much as I did and made it so that they didn't want to do an award show because no one wants to watch that trash. Thank it, you. It, thank you, everyone. It hurts me a little bit because I, I liked Hollywood but when I was in it. I, I liked Hollywood when I was in it, but it's a different place now. Um, that's the end. That's the end of the story. That's the end of the show. Episode 264 is in the can. I do appreciate everyone coming out and watching. Sorry about the hiccup. In the, uh, I'm going to try to take both, both, both episodes and merge them together and then upload it again. Um, I know to kill the 
the view the viewership or, or whatnot um but whatever i don't i don't want it to be uh separated i uh, appreciate you guys coming out uh watching make sure you hit that like button if you haven't hit it already uh leave a comment down below like it if you liked it only if you liked it uh if you didn't like it thanks for tuning in hope to see you next week so you can hit the thumbs down button again yeah you're, you're not gonna be here next week well, the next episode. No, I'm not. I'm not. That's another announcement. Uh, this is the uh, last episode of season uh, seven. Season eight starts because we our anniversary is actually on the 24th of May. Um, so in four days from now, we actually that's when we started Generation X Gaming back in 2005. Or I'm sorry, 2015, 2005. Holy shit, that would have been a lot. 2015. Um, so we're off next week because I will be out of town. I will be back two weeks. So there will be no episode next week. Um, I do appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure you follow Sarge and Sarge McCluskey over on Twitter. Make sure you follow me over on 30 and Still Gaming. Um, are we playing a game tonight, Sarge? Or are we just talking on the uh, on the headset? Well, you you you're gonna play your Avengers. I'm going back into ESO world. Okay. So if you want to just get in party chat, we can talk about stuff. Um, I do appreciate it very much. Uh, you guys have a wonderful night. You can always catch us here Thursday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, 30 and Still Gaming, Generation X Gaming, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, Thursday nights. Uh, you can also catch me over on Twitch Monday through Thursday next week. It'll be Monday and Tuesday only, both on Twitch and YouTube. And then I'm off uh, Wednesday the 26th. And I'll be back the 31st at night, Monday uh, at night on the 31st. Uh, again, appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Oh, stream tonight. I'm, I'm streaming right after this. I'm playing some Marvel <laughs> Avengers. I'm okay. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. They're two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.